0: So there I was, sitting by the campfire, listening to Blues Traveler. Yo, what's up everybody? This is JJ Martinez. This is Big
1: Jeff. And that was my rendition of Blues Traveler. If you don't know, now you know. It's Blues Traveler or Blues Travelers. Blues Traveler. Is uh-huh,
2: this one uh-huh.
1: traveler? Yep. Weren't there like
0: four or five people in the band? Now? Just one of them traveled though.
1: Oh, okay. He <laughs> left everybody else behind. That's right. We are here And we have a new episode for you guys Obviously because you can hear our voices But we are not alone We are not alone We have one person with the audacity To come in To the Beauty and Beast Mode Headquarters With their own microphone bro Mm. Like they run stuff Mm. Ladies and gentlemen, Cody the Caterer
3: I mean I'm quite literally running the sound for this So (laughs) it makes
1: sense We also have somebody that didn't bring no microphone. Because he can't afford one. <laughs> That's the professor.
3: I got you. <laughs>
4: so are
1: you, you going to say hi? Is it, are Hello. you guys going to say hi? Or are yeah, you just going to...
4: It's good to be back. It's been a while. It
0: has it's been, been a, while. a while. It has her, been
4: a while. Her, 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 uh, you her. know what's
0: nice is that... What's not nice is that Yayay's in a singing mood. So get ready for that when crap. Am I, when am I not in a singing like mood? Like an extra singing mood. But when am I not in a singing mood? Uh, I'd like to know when. <laughs> oh, jeez. Um, hi. Hey. Uh, oh, yo, No,
1: this well, is exciting because we are at the uh, original Beauty and the Beast mode headquarters. Correct. Which means that you, sir, are out of the house. I am. Right? Because last time we recorded, you were at the second uh, Beauty and the, the Beast mode. mobile the, headquarters. The mobile headquarters. Yeah, there you go. I don't know why I said the second. Mobile, I don't know. Home. Like, what it's means not. Mobile. No. Means it, means it
0: can move. It means that it's on the road. It remote, ain't remote, remote, remote. It's
1: not here. Satellite headquarters. There, Professor. Correcting shit already, bro. Can we get five minutes in before you correct us on something, man? <laughs> but yeah, Jeff, you're, you're out and about and uh, you look like you got some sun. Yeah. Not really. Do not really. I? Uh, but okay. actually, you, you, you haven't been feeling well today. Like you got some tummy aches, so you look a little uh,
0: greenish. Mm. Thanks. So it looked like crap. I'm just happy to be out of the house because I was one week away from them filming my 600-pound life in my house. knocking so. down a
2: wall. It's <laughs> not funny.
0: It is, obviously. <laughs> you were laughing. But, yeah, what's nice is that we've seen how long it's been since all of us have been together on a oh, podcast. Oh, four of us,
1: yeah, yeah, But.
0: Yeah. We actually have had people. Cody's
1: hair has grown like nine
0: inches. <laughs> we uh, actually have had people come up to us and ask us when the next episode was. And, just random people you know, on the streets too, which is kind of nice. Just,
1: just, just see like they recognize us from the logo, and they're like, "Hey, why are you guys walking back to back?"
0: Like, like sun, like yeah. yeah, we're at drive-through at Mickey D's, and all of a sudden, uh, yeah, you yeah. guys recording anytime soon? Yeah,
1: that's good, man. I mean, that's exciting. Right now, we're trying to... Uh, Jeff has, has checked out our, our metrics, if you will, on SoundCloud, and he's trying to remember the password for iTunes so I we can it. see how many people are actually listening on iTunes. Um, spread the word, people. You know that this is one of the most phenomenal podcasts that you have ever heard. Not oh, only are we super positive, but we're super funny. We're super educational. We're super in touch with ourselves, and uh, in touch in touch with ourselves, right? We recognize our flaws. We try to improve every single podcast, and um, hey, man, we're just keeping it real. That's right. You know what I mean? Oh, not oh, Cody Caterer got his own microphone right now, but he's still holding back. I appreciate I appreciate the restraint. Exactly, exactly the (laughs) restraint there. That's right, you better know your place Nah, no, kidding Nah, kidding. No, this is amazing though, man Four of us are here again uh, Cody's actually documenting Because, you know, he's doing his thing right now And he's got, you know, so many different avenues uh, um, To reach out to folks for his own thing And so he's, he's always creating And he's doing that right now
0: as well, well he, uh, He's starting his own thing full time ne- Starting next week Mm-hmm. So uh, when will you tell our peeps about that, what are you uh, doing?
3: So, so finally, as of... Uh,
1: finally, it has happened to me. I told you, people. If anybody know, do you know who sings that? Three, two, one. Cece Penniston, man. Okay, keep it's going.
3: <sighs> <I thought>.
0: Nope.
3: <laughs> no, I'm uh, leaving the full-time, like, nine-to-five type of grind to go on to my own doing creative. And it's uh, it's exciting and scary at the same time, but... Pretty stoked about it. You know
1: what I never noticed about Cody, like we're kinda sitting really close to one another. I, n- I never noticed that <laughs> that that very small tooth that he has. Oh that's a
2: that little sharp tooth. Yeah,
3: man. I got this like like big teeth, big sharp tooth, wolf tooth
1: next to it. Yeah. I never noticed that, man. You should put some gold on it. Oh, make yeah, it a little, a little gold tooth.
3: A little grill, like a mini grill? Yeah. Yeah. There?
1: Maybe I will. that I didn't mean, it, but I just. For, for like my
3: my life next like two weeks of insurance. <laughs> so okay.
4: So when you say you're going off on your own to do creative, like, like a little, could you expand on that a little bit? Like what what type of avenues are you looking at right now? Yeah,
1: cause you got a lot of things going. You got yeah. a lot of things in the pot, bro. Like yeah. I get
4: that it is a lot. So like
3: just just. To, yeah, I'll just it. So I, I say creative. Building a brand. Because like yeah, building a brand. But like a lot of people, they're like they're a photographer, they're a videographer, they're this or that, and I feel like labeling myself as a creative and that's like what my job title is is like easier to digest but i do Unlabel. yeah it's like i do photography videography graphic design and artwork marketing consulting audio engineering production like this whole mess of things and like some of my clients may come to me like i start up doing design and well, what
1: would that myself. mess of things fit into what's the umbrella it's creative
4: so, so how? but how does so I like think, like one of the questions is like it just sounds like there's a lot going on. And so like, so if someone's starting a small business it's like, "Oh man, I need a website, I need a logo, I need market like you could handle that."
3: Yeah, it's ideally. Like, yeah, I have some clients where they come to me and they're just like, "Hey, I heard you do websites." And I'm like, "Hey, cool. Yeah, I'll do your website." And by like the end of like me building that website, I'm like doing their logo, I'm doing their photography, I'm doing their social media game, I'm doing their content, I'm doing the whole mess of everything. So when I label myself the way I am, it makes me feel like I'm not pigeonholing myself into one avenue. Like I love photography. I love so artwork. it sounds
1: like you're helping people build their brands.
3: Yeah. So in the end, it's like some people say it's like content creation or branding. Right. Right. I don't specifically just do branding because a lot of times with people in my industry, you may just be the one who comes up with the content. But, but
1: what's the industry. industry? So I guess that's the question. What's the industry? Oh,
3: I guess in the end, it's just, in the end, it's like marketing it would just be the okay. Thing, it's marketing. All right. So that's the big umbrella. Yeah, if you had to put it under something, it would just be marketing and content creation.
2: Okay.
0: Yeah. But, sorry, bro. I got him. Hi. Uh, but he's also doing other stuff, like he's going on tour with his band. Yep. You know, it's it's not just like this one thing. He has like yeah, ton a ton of stuff shit. going He up. just
1: had 17 things under one.
0: Oh, I'm sorry. I missed it. I was throwing up in the bathroom. <laughs> Man.
1: I told you. See? He tries to he tries to come back at me when I tell you guys that he's sickly. Um, then he tries to make a joke. but he's really sick. And the, like that's, but that's like he's here. He's not feeling well. He's he's got a bum foot, and he wants to do the podcast because he wants to continue to talk to you guys. You know what I mean? So that that I mean that's dedication. This cat is not feeling well,
2: it's and he's out to here
1: me, because he loves to do this. And not only does he love to do this, he loves to be amongst the people that are in this room. That's right. So, obviously, we're gonna make jokes. I hope so. Yeah, of course.
0: Yeah. Wouldn't be us if we didn't poke fun.
1: He wouldn't be you if you didn't spray in the bathroom.
0: Uh, I sprayed. You guys are alright. I sprayed. Okay, very well. That
1: Febreze.
0: Mm. I, I think Summer I saw a breeze. meme that said uh, spraying citrus. I sprayed citrus flavored like Febreze or something. And now it smells like shitress or something like that. It was fun. Okay. Oh, uh, it's going to be this kind of day. Jeez, it was you, funny. You
1: had to read it. Doesn't that suck? Like people say you had to be there and now so it's just like you had to read it.
0: I guess it. so. Yeah. If you said it. But, so the caterer
1: is. About to embark on this journey. Are, are you willing to share your age with us?
3: Yeah, I'm 26 years old.
1: Shut the front door. I honestly never knew your age.
3: No
1: shit, really? Yeah, I'm not bullshitting. <laughs> 26 years old? Yeah.
0: Wow. So, like, tons of people that have been finding out that he's leaving and what the deal is and everything else, like, have flipped out that, like, I cannot believe you're only 26 years old. Because you look so much older.
2: <laughs> no, he
0: doesn't. No, nah, I mean... There's a baby face.
1: I, I love the fact that I know that you're 26 now and that you're going to take this on and do the things that you're about to do.
3: Thanks,
1: because that takes a tremendous amount of courage. Yep. Uh, It takes... <laughs> A tremendous amount of courage.
0: God, uh, I miss you, President Obama.
1: For uh, a 26-year-old to say I don't want insurance, which is exactly why. I'm caring for you. No, man, I just, like, really, like, that just struck a chord with me. I swear I did not know that you were 26 years old. I thought that you were older, and I'm not saying like that you look, but that, I mean, it makes so much more sense to me now.
3: That, that I'm making
1: that call? That, that, you're making, that you're making the decision that you're making right now.
4: Okay. Like, why are you laughing, professor? <laughs> I feel like you're about to say that you're making this most, this terrible decision because you're too young to know any better. Like, <laughs> yeah. I thought that's what was coming, but yeah. I was like. <laughs> no,
1: but because, like, because you have so much, like, like somebody that, uh, that's our age, right, Jeff? You know what I'm saying? It's, it's probably a little bit harder to be like, okay, I'm about to step out there now because you're a little more settled. You may have family. You may have, like, you've accumulated other things in your life, bills, house, whatever all that stuff is, and it's like, man, I can't step Funny out there it. now.
4: Or you just right? even feel like it's too late, right? Like, yeah. if I do this and I
3: mess up, then you're I'm like, back. You're like, damn,
1: you know, I got like... all these 26-year-olds out there doing exactly. it. I can't do yeah. it because these cats are going to kill me. Yeah.
3: I, don't, I, don't think, I, don't, I don't think it's too late for anybody. I concur. I concur. I like, concur. It was a really good video by Gary Vee. He posted one about, like, like, even if you're, like, 50, 55, like, just go out there and crush it. Yeah. You can crush it still. You know more than, you have, like, 30 years more of experience than these cats going on it when they're 20, twenty-one. Yeah. Use that. So.
1: Yeah. Man, so think, that, that is commendable, man. And I'm really taking it back that uh, you're about to do that and knowing that by the time you're 30 – Which will go by fast, but by the time you're 30, you can be at a place that is just so aspirational that, like, I mean, at 26, what was I doing at 26? I think I was in school, but I wish that I would have done some of the things at 26 that I'm trying to do at 39.
3: But you know, now, that's what matters, is that you're like, you're committing to But something. you got that many
1: more years, motherfucker, that's what I'm trying to say. That's what I'm trying to say. You got that many more I, years, bro. I, I don't you know what I mean? Advantage. Professor, you understand what I'm saying, right? I definitely do. Hey, thanks for that. And then just pausing and stopping.
3: No, it was, it was, uh, <laughs> no
4: I'm like in this deep reflection. I thought you were going to elaborate. No, no, I'm just in this deep <laughs> reflection about like, oh my God, all the things I haven't done. Like, <laughs> yeah.
3: It's
4: true, man. It's true.
3: I'm not, like a, I'm not like a superhero for like, oh, fuck the nine to five. I'm going off on my own. But I mean, it, it's a tough call. But I mean, it wasn't not for like the fact that I've built up enough of a client base to where my income is covered at the first of the month for retainers and clients I already have. My, my income that I need to make to survive is covered on day one. So I mean, it's like... For one
1: day. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Multiple
3: months. Yeah. Um, and, um, like... There's was a lot of hard work that went into that, so I mean, it's not like, like I could have done this later. I could have done it sooner, but just right now was the most. Uh,
1: you are you are one of the uh, hardest working cats that I've met in a long time. Just from the standpoint of like, pure, just it every hour, it seems like you're doing like after your normal nine to five. It just seems like every hour you're committing to what you have a passion for like every hour yeah. and like you're delivering all of those things that you talked about earlier as far as marketing to other people if you're not doing that like you're working on your own stuff and I mean as a comedian like I see a lot of cats out here doing open mics and stuff like that but the amount of work that I see you putting in is, is it's really phenomenal man and I commend you a lot for for stepping out there like that and and just saying, you know what, I have to, I want to do this now. Not I have to do this now, but I want to do this now.
0: I
2: That's that,
0: pretty man. dope, man. So, you know, it's it's like what Cody was saying when I shot him that Gary Vee video. Like, it's it, it, you have people who now are forty years old. hey yeah, yeah, yeah. It's been a while
1: for you. huh? Forty years old.
0: You know. But it's it's not too late. Like I look at it's, wow, I really cannot speak. Wow.
1: Don't speak. Oh, Just pass gosh. the microphone. Holy Slide moly, it over bro. to the Good. professor Ooh. and he'll take
0: it all away. What I was gonna say <laughs> was back in the day when you had the older crowd. It was like somebody stayed at a job for 40 years and 50 years, and there was no like, this is my job. There's no chasing a passion. There's no this or that. It's you had a family and you had an income and you supported your family, and that was it. You know, I think now with people who are 30, 40, 50 years old, there's a little more where people are willing to take that chance you know for something that they love and so I think it's a lot different now than it was back then
1: so you yeah I agree I I definitely agree I think that there's so many many avenues now right like you can Jeff your voiceover acting you could probably post videos on YouTube of you just doing voiceover acting and people watching you doing voiceover acting it'll probably pop off you know what I mean
0: Yeah, exactly.
2: Yeah.
1: And just like don't just do it from the nose down. Like don't show the rest of your face. And, but 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 that's what I'm saying. Like it's weird stuff like that that is is available right. to people like us at our age now that wasn't available right. before that we can go yep. out there and actually make something else happen. Whereas before we. It just didn't seem like that kind of stuff right. existed. Well,
0: I told Cody like back in the day when I was 18 years old, 20 years old, 25 years old, when I was playing in my band, like there was no internet. There was literally us printing up like 500 flyers and going to the mall and going here and going there, passing out flyers for a show.
3: Yeah, you get arrested for that shit
2: now.
0: You know? <laughs> like, <literally. laughs> but I mean, if you know. And that's just part of technology, and and years as they go on, like, it gets better, and I'm happy that these kids, that these damn kids nowadays (laughs) have that technology at their fingertips, you know? Like, there are probably thousands of bands out there that wouldn't even be heard if it wasn't for technology of, you know, Spotify or the internet or somehow them getting their music out there. Mm -hmm. And I'm gathering, like, comedy, too, you know?
4: Oh,
1: I'd be heard.
0: I didn't say you.
4: Like, and not to get off too far on a tangent, but you're right. It's definitely out there for the masses, but at the same time, like, I, I wonder, and this is just, like, a question to put out there, though, is I that, wonder, like,
1: wonder, wonder,
4: do you wonder. develop more of, like, an actual following? Because people had to go see you, right? Like, people had to make a connection with an artist or someone who's creating, like, a comedian. Like, you do, had to go do, see do comedy. Do you
1: develop more of a following?
4: Yeah, like, a genuine support. Back in the day compared back, to now? Back in the day, because what... Hold on. Let me finish what I'm saying. Because you, it was more of, like... If you were going to invest your time to go do something instead of just sitting on your couch and being like, oh, I got my fill. So when it comes to being like an artist and things like that where you produced, people had to go out of the way to come see you and invest like monetarily and things like that. So I just wonder like, like someone who makes a connection with you at the mall, you hand the fire like, oh, shit, I guess I'll go do this. And then they see you and like, oh, my God, this is amazing, like versus just seeing a, a video clip on YouTube and being like, oh, they're all right. Like you're more invested in the process when you're I don't know, active man. in it. No, I, no, I, it's a I, question. I, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I mean I hear, what like,
1: I hear what you're saying. But it's weird, right? Because like, somebody, let's say somebody has a million followers on whatever avenue—Instagram, YouTube—like those people are watching all of, like, pretty much watching all of the content that you put out. And back in the days, you probably had stronger supporters, right? Maybe
4: that's what it is—you had more kind of like of a loyal. Because like, I think about. Yeah, when you probably I had
1: more of a loyal fan base. Because when I
4: think about like a band I would go see like back in Phoenix, right? And it's one of those where like, I bought their album, I did all this stuff. Now there's like bands that I like and I heard a couple songs on Spotify, but I'm just kind of like, ah, that's cool, I'll I'll listen to them. But Mm -hmm. even now, if someone drags me to a show, I'm like all of a sudden like, just kind of invested in them a little bit more. I don't know what it is, but maybe the more direct connection. Mm -hmm. I don't know, it's just like an interesting, like Mm -hmm. you do broaden your scope, but do you water it down a little bit? Like, is that the Mm trade-off? Because there's gotta be a trade-off, right? Like it's not the same experience. So, just something to think about. What are you talking
0: about? Like I told the story. story on the podcast a while back about uh, me and the wife hopping on a bus from New York to go to D.C. to go see uh, Pearl Jam, mm-hmm. you know? Like, I don't know if kids still do that now, you know? Well, I mean, is Pearl Jam out there like that right now? No, but I mean, <laughs> I mean, with, with other bands, right, right. you know? Well, we were just saying... Like, with the technology that the kids have today with bands. <laughs>
1: I love or, how you say that the kids have today. Or, <laughs> Jeez, Everybody dude, has well, technology. It's true, though. <laughs> it's
3: true. You hopped on a bus to go just pick up a random show, or you hopped on their bus?
0: Should that. Oh, that, that, bus? that <laughs> well, um, no, but I'm saying...
1: Well, you listen to my tape?
0: ...technology of how, back then, all the bands didn't have the technology to just hop on the internet I, and put I all their stuff I, out there. I
1: wanna, uh, I know how many times you can say technology.
2: <laughs> but you can't it, it's time. funny because <laughs> you work in technology.
0: Uh, Keep going, with story. Let's see if you can. Uh, so now the bands have that outlet of a, of and a, that a, platform.
1: Yes, I love it. I love it. Yeah.
0: To use that wasn't back then. So. The professor said, do you think that it's more of a watered-down experience now as opposed to actually getting something in your hand, like a flyer in your hand years ago, and saying, okay, well, let's get the guys together, let's check this out, or girls together, and go see this band, and then word gets passed about the band, and there's like a genuine like following like that.
4: Versus like go watching a video clip on, like, YouTube, and be like, all right, they're all right. Like, it's easier to kind of have a more passive experience versus kind of getting invested, right? Like, and I'm not saying it's bad either way. It just seems like a different... Yeah. And there might be some sort of trade-off with the... Uh, you get a larger audience, but it just might not be the same experience.
3: I think that, like, with...
2: Do
1: you hand out flyers? Do you guys hand out
3: flyers? N- no. With my last band we do with this one we don't. And that's because we're... Like the way we market, we we specifically push through like social media, So, but like even like our stories and stuff, we tag those to locations. So random people are gonna see them. I think it's the same experience of you receiving a flyer. The only difference is that you're not getting it from a band member to where you can be like, hey, come check out my stuff. Um,
4: so just to be clear, it wasn't as much like the flyer thing as it was just this idea of like being able to go online and check someone out versus having to go see them in person and then having like, like, going to a small venue locally versus just being able to be like, oh, uh, the caterer was talking about a band. I'm going to look at them on YouTube real quick and be like, eh, eh, versus having to like go and be a part of the process and investing in it a little bit more um, and creating followings that way versus like social media is great to get the broader audience, but like we we're. Just, I was just kind of reminiscing about the times when I was younger and I would go see a band and then I was like, oh my gosh, I got to buy their album. I got to do this. Whereas now someone tells me about a band and I'm like. All right, cool. I'll uh, check them out on YouTube or Spotify or whatever it is. Versus like kind of getting a little bit more like invested in the process.
3: I think if anything, it puts more like creative and professional like pressure on the band because like a. like people may find our stuff and like so if you, if you like look into a band like oh I like this song you should be able to go on their YouTube, their Instagram, find out about the members, go check out the members. You should know them and feel like this like almost like not romantic in the sense of like loving but like it's like romantic and tragedy in the original sense connection to this artist and be able to have that before you even see them. So I think it even puts more pressure on the band now because now you can check out their music beforehand. You used to be able to just go listen to a band live and be like Oh my god, like, and like back in the day, like, people didn't know to wear earplugs. Like, it's loud as shit, people are drinking. You don't know if it even sounded good, and then you buy their album and you're like, oh, this is trash. So, like, now it puts this like added pressure on the band. Like, we have to sound good on the recording, we gotta sound good live. It just adds more layers to it.
4: Or even if it was trash, you romanticize that memory, right? Exactly. Like, you could go see a band and you'd be like, yeah, they kind of suck, but man, I had a great time, they'll always hold a special place. Whereas, that's not necessarily the same experience, but I like what you said about. It's challenges if you really want to stand out in the space now. Not that it's crowded, but that it's so available. You as an artist have to get more creative and create that intimacy that was potentially there before, right? Like you said, like putting your story out there, letting people know so that when they went, it wasn't... You have to replicate that experience in a little bit different way. That's that's an interesting way to look at it.
0: So do you also have a difference in the packaging and the product and the final final piece that gets delivered, right? You have digital music Mm -hmm. now, right, that gets pushed out through the Spotify and iTunes and all this other stuff, an album that you just click download and you listen to, as opposed to the physical albums and CDs that were of yesteryear, that you actually got, and I remember that I would sit there and buy a cassette of Megadeth, you know, And I would open up the plastic wrap, take out the cassette, and then I would take out like a 12-page leaflet that was folded up and read all the notes and read about the band and read about this and that and who were they thanking and just all this different stuff and notes about the album when there's now none of that.
3: So this is funny because so we actually went through this long talk as a band about do we release an album as a physical CD? And we went up until very, very recently without wanting to release a CD. We're like, we're not going to print a physical CD. And even beforehand we were like, all right, if we do anything, we're going to release cassettes as a two set. And we even found this really awesome company in Orlando to print it and make our own leaflets. And the thing, because like, there's so some people who like will go listen to on a cassette and i the coolest thing ever is hearing metal music on vinyl or a cassette vinyl uh, uh, yeah so we're like if we do anything we release vinyls and cassettes we're never gonna release a cd because we asked a ton of people who are really into music and we're like hey do you buy cds They're like we buy them to support the band and then we never listen to them like i'm never gonna use i'm never gonna use a cd player in my car ever right if you're not if you're not on apple music or you're not you're not on spotify you're not that serious and but we are going to be releasing a CD that people can physically buy or if you buy a shirt you'll get it for free like we're going to just literally hand them out for free cuz we know people are never going to use them right but we'll probably release a vinyl or a cassette and it's funny that like now like that is like revolving back to what it is now where we can oh we can release a cassette with a little print on it and a little leaflet that has notes and album art and stuff like that
0: but that's the thing it would almost be like uh it's like a, like, like a when you novel. go to a show, it's like a novelty where you would keep that as uh, like a keepsake, you know? Because yeah. nobody's going to play a tape yeah, so anymore. Yes,
3: so might put like a, t- like a cassette on their like shelf. They might mm-hmm. put vinyl, people frame vinyls. Nope.
1: Or I they mean, might be like, what the fuck am I going to do with this tape?
3: Yeah, but, uh, I, I feel more <laughs> like that about a CD. I'm like, what am I going to do with this CD? Right, like, right. It, it's going sh- to sound better on my phone. <laughs> like, it's I feel sh- like you just... <laughs> You just sell a Walkman with the tape, bro. Sure. Although <laughs> like, we, we were going to buy, like, we found, like, a pack of 100 Sony Walkmans for, like,
1: 40 bucks. That's that you, like, amazing. We were going
3: to be like, yeah, you buy a cassette or you're barking, be like, bam, here's a wow. fucking Walkman. Walk around town with that shit. That
1: you know, like, is amazing.
3: Yeah, or we were going to have the fucking, like, a thing for your car, an adapter that you fucking plug <laughs> in your car. Nice. And, like, that's, nice. We wanted to have the full thing because we wanted to have, like, the image of the cassette. And then we decided we're not going to do it. And we talk about doing vinyls, and it was, it's, it's so expensive to print vinyls, if you guys have ever looked. It's like, no, we already spent this much money on gear yeah, yeah, yeah. and shirts and all that stuff. We're not going to buy
0: vinyls. That's a legit, but that's, that's the cool thing, thing, right? Cool. It doesn't make sense to do anything like that, a CD or anything, because it's really not going to be listened to. Uh,
1: uh, I see, I don't, said, know, so I don't know. I don't know. I beg to differ. Yeah, uh,
3: vinyls are big right now. Every I, all of my well, I mean, bands, I buy all of their special edition vinyls. I have a stack. Right,
1: but well, it, I, it, at that level, yes, at that it, level, it, I think, yeah. Because people want to buy, like, that, they want to feel nostalgic with that. Mm-hmm. But CDs and stuff, like, from a comedian perspective, like, there's still cats out here pushing their stuff because I want you to take this and put it in your, in your stereo on your drive home. Like I, like, I want you to hear more of me. So that you can like pass the words. But word that's the thing. The like, out, like
0: cars so. nowadays are being pushed out without CD players. That's true. My I'm saying. E- e- <laughs> I'm saying everything. Like <laughs> all of that is like old technology. You know, like for real. Like when he brought up to me a while back that they were thinking about doing cassettes, I was like. It makes no sense. Like, I mean, it's cool if you just want to have something in your so hands. You can sell a cassette with nothing on it. It'll <laughs> 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 I'll
2: never know. They would never
3: know,
2: bro. But, never. So that's the
0: thing. Like, it doesn't, the only th- way that it makes sense is to push it out digitally now. You know, I mean, or else it won't be heard, but in I mean, my back opinion. In
3: the day, you, you put out cassettes and CDs because that's what people listen to. Right. Like in today's world, everyone's listening on digital. So give them what they're going to listen to it on. There's more of a chance of some homie pulling it up on like Spotify than they are. they like, let me grab this CD, unwrap it, find a CD player, put it in my car, forget about it for four years. But his But, thing I, but goes- I,
1: so there's. There, but pe- like, to your point, right? The vinyl piece, like people are still have, buying the stereos for their houses. Yeah. That have the CD players and all of that stuff. So,
4: but I think it's one of those things too. Is like you're saying, like, how do you make yourself stand out in this space where every artist is available to everybody via mm-hmm. YouTube and things like that? And if you're trying to create an experience that makes you memorable, you hand someone a Walkman and a cassette. They're never gonna forget that. It's that yeah, same thing yeah, as yeah. we were talking about as being trashed at a show and buying the CD and then getting home and being like, "Well, that band was okay, but man, I had to like." They'll always remember that. So if that's a way to make yourself stand out, like. I see the value in that, and, right? And like, said,
3: like, the same side. Like, now when you're doing music, like, it's not just about the music. Like, you have, like, memories of certain music because of, like, like like you said, like, when you first heard it, who you heard it with, like, you might like a, a beer because of who you first drank it with. Like, now you have to have more personality as a band. You're not allowed to be this or that. You have to be personable. You have to be a kind person. You have to be someone that people want to know as a band. Hmm. And that's that's like, interesting. Yeah.
1: So you think that you just can't rely on... Or what I'm hearing is that you just can't rely on how good your music is.
3: Yeah. So when you're growing. Like, if you, if you hear about some people when they're already active... You, you have
1: to connect in another way.
3: Yeah, you do. Because if, if you're a growing band, you've got to give some people something more. Because they can just go listen to bigger bands. They can listen to better bands, better recordings, better production, better everything. When you're a new band, you've got to give people something more. you got to, like... Give them that cool story to see on Instagram. You gotta give them that cool thing that makes them say, "Oh, I like zebra cakes too." Whatever. It
1: may oh be. man, <laughs> yo, bro, I right, listen. Zebra cakes is my favorite little Debbie cake, man.
3: There you go. See, Whoa, he thought of Star Crunch.
1: But way more than Star Crunch. Zebra bro. cakes, the best, man. Way zebra more. The best. more than Star Crunch. As oh, a matter of fact, God. like I'm, I want to drive to buy some zebra cakes right now just because he said zebra More cakes. than oatmeal
4: cream That's pie. I'll
1: I don't want to run out and buy Star Crunch. I don't want to run out and buy oatmeal cream pie. I don't uh-huh. want to run out and buy fudge brownies. I don't want to run out and buy fudge rounds. I don't want to run out and buy uh, so Swiss far, cake rolls. all above zebra cake. I don't want to run out and buy oh. Swiss cake rolls. What about Ho-Ho's? Now you're in a different brand, see?
0: When we were uh, talking about the little Debbie brand. All right, you jump into a different brand. Well, now. the peanut butter bars or whatever they are are the, the best. The
1: nutty butter, the nut uh the nutty buddies.
3: Nutty
0: yeah.
1: And, and little zebra Debbie's? Has- no, no, no. They're good. They're good. Not better than zebra cakes.
3: See, we, can, we just connected. <laughs>
0: zebra cakes just taste like chemically engineered. It's nastiness. all chemically
1: engineered, bro. <laughs> But, but of the, the of the chemically engineered yeah, stuff, my the zebra my body, cakes. Yeah,
3: they
2: engineered it specifically for me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> but no, that's like the point.
3: Like you have to do something more than just have good music, because dude, anybody can write good music. Anybody can have good sounding records. Anybody can have a good music video. It's it's well beyond. It's the same thing like with any like higher figure and things like it's like i like what you're doing but who are you as a person do i value what you do Mm. which is like i know you guys kind of touched on that in the past
0: Uh, i mean i'm trying to think right like just from if i like a band i'm not gonna care I don't know. Yeah,
3: no, no. Speaking, I, yeah, yeah, I, I mean, we were, we were, we were even played.
4: talking a little bit earlier about like actors and like meeting different ones. Like, oh, were they cool? Because that seems to matter to us that they're more than just like someone who's a good actor, right? Like the actors we want to try and follow are people who have stories that when they have met somebody we know, they did something awesome or cool. Like when we we're talking about what? No, I mean, see, oh, no. Professor, I, I'm
1: not with you on this one no. because uh, between the four of us at the table, nobody knows a lot of these motherfucking actors, bro. Right? But I know, we watch but them like, they're, you watch the you because me, they're good. We listen media. to music because it's good. We listen to comedy because it's good. I don't feel like I have to necessarily make a con. I think, it's, I think, I think in different mediums that it's different.
3: Yeah, and it's also, it also depends on if you're growing. Like your social media as a comedian mm-hmm. probably helps you grow as a comedian because No, nah, it doesn't. More than just because it's crap. <laughs> I'm gonna not like, the comedy,
1: the social media I'm gonna just, for comedy.
3: I'm
4: gonna disagree with you, and it's hard for me to draw in specific do. circumstances because and like, scratch your oh face wait. while you're doing it. <laughs> no, because I know just we've to, had
3: conversations. First of all, and, all,
1: I want you to say just to be clear, because that's your, like your line. Just to be clear, and that's
4: not my line. You, oh my, uh, let's go back no. to the tape. We, you should, you yeah, always yeah, you make, make fun of me for saying uh, what's the other one? Oh, let me just, just to, let me to build on that, let me build on that, or just to build on yeah. No, because there there are definitely times when you and I've been like. To to uh, clean up what you're saying. <laughs> no, I don't say that <laughs> asshole. Pull it, pull it all
1: together.
4: There have been times where we've been talking about like people we've met, and as a result, you say like you'll always follow them or like see what they're doing because like you had a good interaction with them, right? And I'm I not said saying that. it's like everybody. Yeah, when about we about talk- who? I'm trying to think of either athletes or people you've met through your illustrious career. Um, Celebrities and things like that through the work that you do, where you're like, "Oh, he was a really cool cat, man! I'll always see what he's up to." Like I've heard that several times, and like we share stories. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly how you sell, man. (laughs) And Um, did you have
1: to bob your head up and down when
4: you said? Yeah, I absolutely did. Um, because I remember, because we were just talking about this the other night, and the story I remember I shared was about Sean Penn, right? And like as a result, like I'll always be kind of interested in what he's doing because I had a personal. You follow Shooter McGavin now? Well, if there was something to follow, I would. (laughs) He was trying to sell everybody Capital One cards at the bar at the airport, but that's a different a story. He was like talking about how great it was and like pulling it out and showing everybody. He's like, yeah, the points you get on this, this guy I'm going to visit this weekend, I, my points for my Capital was One card. Was he
1: talking? Because I've never seen him like on a Capital One, unless he's a voice. No, no,
4: he's One. not an official, but we were all, after he left, everyone at the bar was like, we were looking around for a camera, and we were like. Is so he, he was like, just being Authentic. A, But there are legit, like, people who are, like, there's a thing where you get paid to be, like, an unofficial spokesman where you're not on. They give you their products and give you things. They're like, hey, every time you travel, you talk about this. Yeah. Mm. But there are times, and I, I'm sorry that I can't draw a specific thing that I I know because, like, I remember this conversation because I'm calling back.
3: <laughs> it doesn't exist, I But so you're, so you're not – You've heard me say yeah, it. Yes. Like, there's – That I
1: follow people because I've met them?
3: No. like
4: you're, Because you've had a genuine and good interaction with them. And you're like, that person's a good person. I'll always kind of be curious what they're up to. Okay. Not your exact words, but if you've met somebody and you're like, yeah. yeah. I mean, like, I don't want to pull out, like, specific instances because I don't want to put, like, your stuff out there, but I think there have been times where you've talked about people you've interacted with who... You're um, live, 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 (laughs) right now on Facebook. (laughs) Left a lasting impression on you, right? And you were like, man, that, that guy was really cool for somebody of his stature or whatever. Like, always be interested because they were very genuine during our time together. And I'm not saying that that's, like, every single actor that you're a fan of, but when we have those, we're definitely, I think, more drawn to, like, like, if a movie of theirs is coming out or... They're doing some new thing on ESPN, like a special on them. We're more likely to watch them and see what's going on because.
2: Yeah, I mean, so I, I just pr- kind of I disagree a little you, bit,
1: Professor. That I am not following this thread, bro. No, I think I, I really am not. Like I, I, ah, I, I like there's just like I, I'm not keeping track. Let's, on
2: let's,
3: let, let, let's what you put down a more extreme level and say that now you have all these things coming out about certain actors or comedians about what they've done
1: Comedians is different because life. i know them on a different level
3: yeah so like you so you have these things coming go out. Ahead, so go, ahead, go ahead but that's what i'm
4: saying it's like comedians. the comedians that you've had these kind of genuine interactions with and had opportunities right. to talk to them right are you following them more now and more interested in what they're doing <laughs> yeah Exactly. <laughs> that's the point, man. Like, like
3: social engineered you. Like they were like just a good well, no, person.
4: But I'm not like, saying that's what they're I'm not saying it was intentional, right? But like when we have that investment in people and experiences, we're much more likely to be attached to it and be more interested in what's going on.
3: Which is something we didn't have before. Like now you have that as a comedian, as a band, as a creative. So you have to like you know I only have to like. No, no, like this content, not to
1: squash, so. but what are we even talking about?
4: Well, we, we were talking about. No, So this conversation uh, started with when I, I was talking about like being invested in like different actors, whoever. Like he was talking about higher profile people. When you have genuine interactions, you to understand. To man, follow because and to follow, and you said that like you're like I don't right, follow people right, for that right, reason, right. and I was like, but I think there have been instances where there are people who have left, left a lasting impression on right. you that you and then as as a result have maybe. I don't want to say like increase your support but maybe been more aware of and more curious and like I have increased my it.
1: support for others okay. based on the connection that I've made with them that's yes what I was trying to say So sorry I hear saying, clear. but I'm not if I have one interaction with a cat I'm like it, it's a it's a different I feel like it's a different experience I feel like we have to project different things like I feel like if they if somebody hears my comedy and laughs somebody hears his music and rocks out to it like, they're going to follow him either way. Like, I don't feel like somebody necessarily has to make a connection with him. Like, if somebody hears his, his music on tape and is like, yo, this is, this is a dope band, they're going to follow him.
3: Yeah, but they might not follow me based on my interactions with them. Like, I think there's, there's more accountability for people based on what you do outside the music or the creative. Like, I could interact, like, somebody from my band or me could interact with a certain person. And give them a negative feeling, and then they don't like my band anymore.
1: I hear you, but I don't. Th- I don't think. Honestly, don't think people care. I think if people like your music, they're gonna listen to your music. I think if people like my comedy, they're gonna listen to my comedy. Like, 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 I understand the, like, wanting. Pleasure thing. I understand like, wanting to build your brand and do all that stuff and connect with the people that listen to you. But I think if people like your music, they're gonna listen to your music. I think that if people like my comedy, like, they're gonna listen to, to my comedy.
3: shit. To, like, do some up shit. They're still listen. Bro,
1: to do you think okay, of the whoever. Comedians, actors, musicians, whatever, that have done shitty stuff in the past. Yeah. People still listen to them. People still watch them.
3: Yeah, but they're, they're, they're bass drops. Like, if you heard him, like, <clears> uh, <throat> if you heard of sick, Not to call you out, bro, but... Uh, well, you're dude, live
1: now. You just called yeah, him out, I don't bro. don't care.
3: This dude got blasted for doing some fucked up shit with, like, girls and people and all this stuff. And he, you know what happened to his, like, following?
4: Sh- girls aren't people? All
3: the way down... <laughs>
2: <laughs> but I mean, I mean obviously sure. well, there's extremes, extremes now, right? Yeah, there's extremes, right? Like,
3: obviously, if you like say you like, the wrong thing, they just don't agree with. But versus like sexually harassing or raping a girl is very different than you just getting a little fucked up at a bar and saying something they don't like. But
4: but I think I think where this like stem from to bring it back to like what you're saying is this idea of like the genuine connection that creates that, that loyal following. You're right. Anybody who likes someone's music is going to listen to them, but there's a difference between being that passive fan who doesn't change the radio station when it comes on versus seeking it out and being more of a follower versus that kind of passive, like, Oh yeah, I like them versus like, dude, they're awesome. I just, I Googled their shows to see when it was happening. I had this awesome interaction. They stayed after the show and hung out with us for a few minutes. Right? Like that's kind of what I'm getting at is the the passive. And so like when you meet someone, not saying it's their intention, but like, you know, or you have a great experience that goes beyond what the traditional artist does, whether that's acting, whatever,
1: yeah, like I get it that. forms
4: that lasting little kind of bond. Yeah, of where I get they, that.
1: and that's why. And it can I mean, go either way. It's
4: not just because they took a minute to talk to you that means you're an amazing. Like I'm forever their fan, but they take that moment. Yeah, with yeah, you. no, I
1: get it, and that's why. Um, I mean, that's why I com- some comedians do hang out after shows and take pictures with all of their fans for two hours after the show. Do you do that? I mean, I've never had to, bro. Like, I'm not at that level. He you turned, know what I mean?
4: After his last show, like, he was taking pictures with uh, some of us. Uh, so. I'm
1: not at that level. Oh, uh, okay. I mean, I, I'll hang around and take pictures with the people that want to, but I'm not, like, I've never been in a position where <laughs> I've had to, like, stay two hours after a show so people could take pictures Do you me.
3: stay for the whole show for everybody to be done and then the venue closes and then your venue leaves? Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Okay. That's what's up, bro. Absolutely, I appreciate
1: that. Yeah, no, I mean, I, f- I feel like you. Yeah. There's a responsibility yeah. there. Yeah, you have yeah. To like the you're thing. an entertainer. You know what I mean? And I think there, there are some people that hang out and want to meet you and want to, like, especially now, like for people like us that are, are, earlier in our. I mean, I say earlier, but shit, I've been. I mean, I'm seven years deep, but, but essentially a new comic and a new band, right? That, um. Like that's a way to get your name out. Mm-hmm. People want to know you before you actually pop off.
3: Yeah, it's like a you thing know? now. People want yeah. to be like a part of this new thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you know, it's like golden cusp of like yeah. I'm not super big yet. I've well, I've got less than X yeah. of followers. Follow me. Yeah, you know about me before other people do. Yep, that's actually, cool absolutely. That's a cool place to be in. It actually is. It I is.
1: Think. It does. It does feel good, man. It does. And um, yeah.
3: So what are you? What are your next moves in comedy then? what's next like
1: well who's i talking was i talking to it was funny because somebody did an interview with me about comedy right <laughs> and his name is Sarethne. uh a uh, com is the website but just let's just a plug for him because he's he's out uh, interviewing comedians all the time and and actually like trying to give them some spotlight so but he interviewed me and he asked me what it was eventually that I, I felt like I wanted to do with comedy. And I said, you know, I felt like I was more of a behind-the-scenes type person that wanted to write, you know, maybe write shows or maybe write for people or whatever the case is. And, and now I've, I really am feeling that gravitational pull toward just writing, mm-hmm. screenwriting, um, you know, coming up with different, essentially screenplays. So... I'm feeling that gravitational pull. So, which may be out, outside of comedy per se, but still kind of in that creative world and, and exploring just the ability to write and in um, and, and a different space. So I feel like that's where I'm, I'm headed toward. But with comedy, I mean, it's just about continuing to build new sets and, and build off of momentum and just keep i think i think that's one of the things where it's just you just keep doing it just keep doing it
3: like rinse and repeat
1: i i wouldn't say rinse and repeat because it's
3: create
1: yeah, rinse and repeat yeah i, I, I that's good yeah i feel like it's more of that like create like we we were talking earlier about like creating the 3 minute set the 10 minute set and how i didn't necessarily know i was naive to comedy and the art form when i first started and i was trying to come out with all this new stuff and now i think it's just trying to build okay I have an hour here. Can I build a new hour of material? And it's just being consistent and disciplined within that space because that space can give me a platform to the avenues for writing and all of that. And this is boring as hell. You know what I mean? But that's the answer to your question. So boring as hell, bro. No, I <laughs>
3: Different industry from what I'm in, like I can draw parallels. Like I get to appreciate Mm -hmm. what you're saying and right, right, right. How that like all correlates together into like this whole picture of what.
1: And I didn't mean to get all super sad about that. You know what I mean? (laughs)
3: Like, (laughs) I didn't mean to get all down. But it's just like, like it's exciting. I
1: think right. I think comedy will continue. I just continue to ride the wave and and build momentum and try and work out new stuff all the time and just be consistent there. But I think eventually, writing, screenplays. Books, whatever I think I feel like that that's the gravitational pull for me right now.
3: Like creating the content for other people. Yeah. yeah that's what's up. I yeah, like that. That's
1: cool. So Yeah, man. But Jeff. It, Hello. Oh shit. He back he was recording his Facebook Live.
0: I was. Yeah. <laughs> I I wasn't. It's yeah, our first played.
1: one? Our first Facebook Live. It's not our well, first on Facebook one. On Beauty and
0: Live. the Beast mode page.
1: No, it's not.
4: What,
0: what, didn't you guys interview somebody?
4: It's
0: not. It's not. And it was on Facebook Live the whole episode. It was on Yayay's personal uh,
2: Facebook. That
1: was one time. We also did another one that was on Booty and the Breach Mode. No, it wasn't. Oh, uh, Yes, it was. <laughs>
4: so.
0: Can I ask a question? No. no. Okay.
4: So, Cody. No. <laughs> See, that's when you got to do the level. And, and, and maybe this is like... Gonna put us off on a tangent. I don't know, but like, so talking to two, like you guys have been talking about your creative process and these different things you guys have been doing. Um, and turned
0: into a fucking
4: yay yay. As somebody who like tries to engage in certain like creative things, like, where do you guys pull from for your motivation for that? Like, it's obviously. Hey, a, uh, that's what we was going. <laughs> I was gonna get
1: there.
4: Well, no, hit it, hit it, hit it, hit it, hit it. No, no, like, it's generally like, I'm... Like, super doop, super <laughs> dupe, super dupe, super dupe, super dupe. dupe. <laughs> but no, like, I'm definitely very kind of... Uh, like jealous and envious of where cody's at and what he's doing because wow. there are certain things wow. i would wow those are strong words no bro. definitely like cause jealous and envious I, like in like way. about to put him in the trunk of your car
3: bro no stop like,
4: <laughs> but like just this idea of like pursuing those creative endeavors that he has and like investing in them and that's that takes a lot right and is that, then like what is that when
1: you the, hair, the way that your hair is that a what is it called gorgeous <laughs> oh, really
2: is that like a, what is
1: a floft or something like that what is it what is oh, a, a a, a quaff maybe i don't, a don't know is that a quaff i, mean, you, I, I don't do you know what it's have called have kind of cody is that a quaff is that, right?
0: is that oh, called a quaff called, no <laughs> a yo <laughs> is
1: that a quaff is that a quaff though i, I a quaff? don't know man a is
3: like a, like, like a movement so her hair is a quaff his right? hair is a movement professor your hair is a
1: movement bro I'm just, just commending you on doing. that. Cheers, mate. I'm overdue for a haircut. That's legit. Thank you.
3: Professor looks beautiful. You can keep growing out the top. Shave the sides.
4: Yo, can I, I commend top. this man on his hair, bro? I was thinking about it. I was thinking about just letting
3: it all grow, man. On his coiffed? If, if, you, let the, if you keep the top and shave the sides, you can like, like pompadour it up. No, that's not going to go happen. Old. Ooh, Ooh yeah.
1: Mad men <laughs> that style, boy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Real professor.
0: There's
4: a bet involved, maybe. Um, Speaking of bets.
0: Go on, professor. <laughs> oh, now <laughs> he's like, yeah.
4: Then don't want to go there. Okay, go ahead. It, like, hey, bro. in all seriousness though like where do you draw from the motivation for that because like we you talked about like the nine to five grind right and like that's something i get caught up in and i'm always like oh man when i go home i'm gonna do xyz and i get and i just like i i'm like i don't know if a shame is the you right said, word but like i'm embarrassed because like i don't always have that and i want it right like so what what do you guys both draw on for that right like what is where does that motivation come from when you're tired and you're staying until two in the morning to work on a project or you're even if it's not a project for a client, it's something for you to fulfill that, that you know it's gonna lead you to where you wanna go, or it's gonna fulfill that creative urge, like, I don't know, like, I'm just, I'm just curious about that.
3: I think there's like a, like a couple different points to it. There's like the side of it where, like, like, for what I do, like what I create, like, I'm the one who's creating all of that. Like, I have people who are involved who are making that with me, but, and it's not to this like ego point, but like, I see the finished problem, like, I made that, that's all on my own. And if I work with other people, like yeah, you get that like that team feeling. But there's something different about, yeah, bro. Like, I don't know, like like the thought of like when I get those those payments from a client, like I receive that down payment, all the way through until the final paycheck, the final payment of a completed project. Like I've delivered it, we've gone through revisions, I've gone through the headaches and possibly frustration of that project, and we've arrived at a point where they are so happy with it that they are handing me money that is, that's not, not, not that that's the motivation, but that's, that's a way different feeling than ever receiving a paycheck from a business.
4: So, but, and I guess that's the question, so when it's the long hours and it's that draw, is that, that feeling what you pull on for motivation? I'm not saying there's anything wrong with yeah. it. I'm just like curious, like that idea of like, man, if I get through this, I'm gonna know what that, and like is the end, like having experienced that once, is it that thing that you're striving for when you do it, that feeling?
3: I think the best way I can put it is like, the progress is the feeling. Like, it's every time I do a project, I hope that it gets better. And sometimes it doesn't. And sometimes I see something and I'm like, oof, I don't know if I'm that happy with it. But, like, if a client likes it, then I assume I've made some kind of progress and that they're mm-hmm. happy with it. So I think it's it's almost just, like, the journey itself is the motivation. Like, that this is what I love to do. I love to create. Mm-hmm. Whatever creative I'm doing at the time, like, if I'm doing photo or art or music, like that creative has changed somebody's life and it's like as how pretentious as that sound is like something i've done has changed somebody's life that is the motivation that something that i am passionate about some skill or talent or idea or passion that i've had has affected somebody beyond me holding a camera or a fucking pen that's the motivation the fact that i happen to get paid for it is awesome
4: yeah, no, and I wasn't sorry, I wasn't insinuating that the payment like cause, but that that feeling you got of like adding and making, yeah. you know, like just curious because like that's sometimes what it takes, right? Uh I would guess at least like because it's at some point it's got to feel like work, right? Yeah. And so it's
3: No, no, at, at some no, in in the position I'm in now, there is no holier than now. There are things that I'm going to take because of money because I have to I have to make I have to make bills. Like mm-hmm. I have things I have to pay for. So And I won't, like, sacrifice my integrity to take a project that I don't, like, morally agree with. But, like, as long as I don't have a moral disagreement, I don't have, like, some existential disagreement with it. If it's something that I'm, like, I'm okay with this but I don't think it's going to be as fun, I'll still do it for the paycheck because I have to get paid. But it affords me more time. Like, I get like on average 160 more hours a month to work on things that i care about yeah and that's the beauty of it and in and of itself for me that was the biggest motivation that's the beauty in like, the beast how much more time are you gonna straight. get and i'm like yo i don't have to work from 5 a.m till 4 like 3 to 4 a.m every night then wake up at 6 to 7 a.m and go to work and work for eight hours i don't have to do that that's my motivation
4: <laughs> uh, no that's cool yeah. i'm just curious because like i, I mean Obviously everyone's motivation is different, so it's just kind of interesting to hear about like because it's someone who's like trying to find that balance of I would eventually like to start my own gig, like doing certain things, but it's like we said earlier, like I spoke from a real place. It's scary to like commit more time. What are
2: those
1: certain things?
4: Uh <laughs> um no, no, I, I definitely enjoy writing, right? Like uh you and I have talked about that a lot and we've done little like we've workshop things. Workshops before, yeah. Yeah. Um which I enjoy, but like it's one of those that, um, it, it's hard, like it's, it's hard to find the motivation to do it after a long day because I'm, I'm very fortunate. That I'm one of those people that, um, my nine to five, I'm very passionate about as well. Right. And so it's a lot of effort goes into that. Um, but finding that balance of the motivation that when that day is over to either say no to that and put more effort into these. And then also, uh, I don't know what to talk have talked about in here, but like I would like to make furniture. Um, it's something that I enjoy doing. I I like the idea of creating and adding something. Like like, Cody was saying, very much the process of the completed project. Um, and I I was gonna bring this up earlier. We got we got wrapped around. But like, it's just always easy to make excuses. Like, it's expensive. I gotta buy a bunch of equipment. I gotta buy a bunch of tools. That's why I'm not doing it. But at the end of the day, I could I could probably reprioritize certain things in my life um, if I had the appropriate motivation. Right, like. I don't have to go out for drinks, you know, as often as I do, not that it's super often or, you know, find ways to like cut back. Like I don't need Netflix and Amazon prime and all these different things. And like as, as little as that sounds, <laughs> as little as that sounds, that's the stuff that adds up the sacrifices you make, the motivation, right? So like hearing where other people's motivation comes from, trying to figure out, you know, like how I can do a better job reorienting is interesting to me. So
3: I, I do think too, that there is no there's no like right time to make that call and there truly never is a balance because as people we can't like as my business grew and as my creative grew my day job suffered in some way Mm. and i and i hate to sound like that but in some way what i was doing during the day suffered because yeah i'm getting two to three hours of sleep some nights yes i know i'm objectively an intelligent person but some of what i'm doing is going to suffer and that's going to, as you put more passion and dedication into something, something else is going to hurt. Yeah. And you have to find that balance. The, the balance you have to find is how much pain are you willing to cause to the other thing before you have to let it go. Yeah. I, well, and that's where I felt. I feel that when
2: it comes
1: to that, is, is what's different for us is that, all right, you know, our, our nine to five is, is different from a lot of other people's like, nine to five, right? Different. A lot of people's nine, nine to five are, to, that, yeah. are to, to, to make ends meet Whereas the environment that we're in with our nine to five is, it requires, like you were saying, a lot of us, it require, and there's a lot of, there's just a lot of energy that's put into that. And so if we want to go and try and do something after our nine to five, it requires us to be extremely passionate about that. Yeah. And if the the motivation is where the passion is, and if you're not passionate about it, like it, it then you're not going to do it. So I'm not knocking. No, yeah. I'm not knocking. Like, I, you want to write. I think that you're a great writer and that you have some stories there and some compelling things that you can really contribute. But if you're not passionate about it, then you're not going to be motivated to do it. Yeah. And so I feel like the motivation is where the passion lies. And you're going to do if you If you're that driven by the idea of what happens after you create that thing, then you're going to do it. And if if you you're, you're kind of like wishy-washy about it, or or you get back and you're tired and and you don't want to to give the energy toward that other thing, then you're not passionate about it, and you might as well not even try and
4: do it. So does passion then? Sorry, does motivation come from passion exclusively, or are there other areas? I'm that not it... saying exclusively. No, no, that's, that's I guess, like, because it seems like a, a common thread that we're talking about. So that's one of those things then, right? Like, well, then if I'm... he
1: said and I said then it had to be right. I think
4: that, uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but no, just this idea of, like, that motivation does it always have to come from within or are there external factors that can help with that? Like, I guess that's one of those things. Like does client satisfaction, a big motivating thing for you
1: extrinsic versus intrinsic. Right. And you know about this and it's whether or not I was like, if there's those external factors today by somebody, listen, man, I'm a a coach dog. I've been doing this for years, but listen, like if those, what, what are those extra, uh, those external factors?
4: Positive what? feedback from people.
1: Positive feedback from people. What else?
4: More positive feedback from people. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Followers. No,
4: for me, that's something that's very important, right? Like, and I'm not... And that's just me knowing myself. If someone tells me they enjoyed something I've done or built or done... You know, like, holy cow. Does that fuel to, your, does that feel your passion, not you feel that fuel your passion? to But, like, that's part of the problem, right? Like, it, it does sometimes. That gives you motivation. That gives you motivation. But it gives me motivation. It gives me motivation. That's the thing. It doesn't fuel my passion. Right. But, like, it definitely is a big motivating factor. So I'm stuck... Um, I'm putting a lot out there, man. I'm, I'm stuck in this cycle, right? Because I'm not producing anything for people to help me with that motivation. I'm definitely passionate about it, but I'm also passionate about my nine to five, right? So like the you're motivation. about the
1: idea of it. Yeah. You're passionate about, from what I'm hearing, uh-huh. and this is what I would tell somebody, you're passionate about the idea of it.
4: Yeah. Right? I haven't gotten to the point where like I'm You putting... love
1: hearing people tell you that, yeah, you can do that. You'd be great at that. You just continue to do that. You created one piece, just do know. that.
4: Or, or they enjoyed right. that, right? Like, hey, that story you wrote was amazing. Like, I really like the insight and right. stuff like that. that. That's the type of thing that I'm like, yeah, let's write another one, right, and see. Um, and I know that probably seems like a very shallow thing to rely that's on, like shallow. feedback from other people, but it's like, I know it's probably one of my weaknesses. So, and so that's one of those things that I'm not doing it, so I'm not getting that little bit of motivation maybe to, like, push me over the hump to right. get it out there. But that,
1: that's, the, that's the fire, bro. That's the, that is the fire. He does music. He does all the marketing. The marketing, I feel like, is more of a means to an end. But he does the music because that's what he's passionate about. Mm-hmm. So he's going to find time for that. I do the comedy because I'm passionate about it. I'm in the writing because I'm passionate about it. So I, if I'm up till 12 or 1 o'clock in the morning, I'm, I'm, that's because I feel that passion within me to do it. I love when I get that external feedback, but that doesn't, that doesn't feed my passion.
4: My passion is there.
0: Just for the record, I'm into eating because
4: I'm <laughs> <passionate>. <laughs> <laughs> No, but like when you get – and I'm not trying to like, like justify no, no, my position. Yeah. I'm just curious. Like I'm trying to genuinely talk through it is that – but when you get that external feedback, right? When you have a good set on stage and you're know, like – people are telling you like, man, this is amazing. This is great. You, you like – you killed it. Do you get that motivation to then for the next month to stay up writing new jokes? You'll be like, you know what? I'm going to get on an extra set because I want to try some new stuff versus the, the norm, right? But that's of,
1: intrinsic. That's not, that's not from people telling me that I did great. Yeah, but
3: that's because, because they told you you did great, you want to do more now.
1: I want to do more because I want to do more, period. But Okay, I want to exactly. do more because the stage that I just hit ain't the last stage that I want to hit.
3: Yeah, but,
4: but does exactly. but people
3: telling you that that was the best, I've, I've never does seen it get it. you yeah, that's the, like yeah, that. I think does that's different conversation because the hump. if you
4: suck at something, then you shouldn't be doing it. Though. No, it's not a matter of sucking, but it's a matter of getting you over that hump Pause. of you applying.
3: I'm <laughs> motivation, no, I think.
4: No, because we were talking about that, right? Like, and I'm not trying to defend myself, but like I'm very passionate about like writing. Like we've talked about some of the stories. You like writing. I'm passionate about it. I Okay. I I, I you But like anyways. writing. <laughs> Apparently I don't meet the passion standard for yay. But I'm passionate about it. Like this idea that we've pitched around about a one-on-one this about. I, what did you just say? What did you just say? This idea. Okay. Like I don't wanna like spill, I don't wanna make it sound like a pitch, but the point is like yeah. but well, I'm also passionate about you other might things. Get a good pitch. And so if I were probably a little bit more brave and put my stuff out there for people to give me feedback, it might be enough to push me over that hump and allow me to redirect some of my efforts and passion because it motivates me to be like, oh my gosh, that's, people want to hear what I have to say.
1: Yeah. I, I, I love what you're saying, right? Okay. And yesterday, I think we talked about this today a little bit earlier on. Yesterday, I told you how fascinated I was when I came across uh, some different YouTube channels that were talking about writing and and screenplays and all of that stuff, right? And, you know, a lot of the, the insights that they were providing were that some people are scared of the criticism. And so they don't want to put it out there. They love to hear people say, yeah, that's a great idea, that's a great idea, that's a great idea. But they don't want to finish that and they don't want to put it out there because of the criticism and the critique. The critique that might come back and then might shit on what you just created and then... All of a sudden, you go on a downward spiral, and you don't want to create anything again.
3: Oh, I love haters, right? I love that shit. So, it's,
1: and it's not necessarily haters; but it's just that. Like, I love but that. the critique, Great. and 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 I'm not saying it's haters, right? It's just critique. You may not put out a good product.
3: No, you may not,
1: right? And then you hear that it wasn't a good product, and you can't actually sit back and reflect on that and be like, "I can do better." Instead, you sit and and you wallow on the fact that. Man, these people, these external forces, just shit on what I created. When before they were telling me it's a great idea, but now I put it out and they say it's bad, so I'm done.
3: Yeah, I think there's two sides to that. Yeah, I, like yeah, I think there's like the side of it where it's like maybe what you did wasn't as good as the last time, and maybe you gotta reevaluate and be okay with that and go back to the drawing board. And the other side is like maybe the direction you're going creatively doesn't agree with them, and that's the same thing as like a band releasing a new record and you not liking it. That's okay. But I think like if people give you criticism, people giving you feedback, that means they're genuinely paying attention, they're genuinely caring yeah and if and if they're just flaming you to be hateful, yeah, that's good I too. agree, and I, I think love that
1: so I think as an artist, you understand the difference, right and you yeah. can be like you can you can i'm, I'm i was yeah. just, you can like you can tell somebody's personality kind of in and those kind that kind of commentary, but what I'll say to Brian's uh comments is that. It seems like, from what I'm hearing, is that you like the the external commentary on your ideas, but you don't want to put it out there. Or if I was listening to somebody tell me what you were telling me, I would mm-hmm. say, Well, you're scared to put it out there because you might not get the the same kind the of motivation. Exactly, from putting it out there.
4: But I don't know if that's it. And this is me just being genuine and honest, hey, and like bro, talking we just, it. Is that like some bro. of the, my I hope that it's all
1: genuine and honest.
4: <laughs> no, no, but <laughs> I'm just saying, like, some of my favorite moments when I have shared stuff with you or other people is when I get that genuine feedback. So I don't know what it is, right? Like maybe. But it's not when you me. get
1: feedback on if you're not putting anything out.
4: Yeah. I, I don't know what it is. Maybe it's afraid to be in the space and just having to commit more time and the, the acknowledgement that I have to start redirecting my passion. I don't know. Maybe I need to go to the therapist. We can take this back to the well, last think, episode. Yeah, that we got, all on. But yeah, like, yeah, yeah. at the end of the day, that's that's an intimidating thing at times because like, my favorite moment is not when someone says, hey, that's great, but like, man, I enjoyed this, but have you thought about doing this? Or like, why did you make this decision? And then all of a sudden, it's like, oh, I don't know. Like, maybe that's a cool avenue to explore. So I don't know if it's like getting... And maybe it is that there'll just be someone who will be like, that's stupid and I don't want to hear that. But like, I'm with you that someone who takes the time to, to provide criticism that's constructive, I, th- I think is more valuable than someone saying, like, I enjoyed it. And obviously there's issues with me, but like finding the motivation to like maybe redirect some of my passion and exploring that's well, a I, lesson here. Why
0: did you say that he liked writing?
4: He
1: liked writing and wasn't passionate about it?
4: Because I'm not he, doing it. He said
0: that he's passionate about it and you said you
1: like writing. He just said it because he's not doing it. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, if you're, pa- if you're passionate about it,
3: you do when it's if free, you're
1: passionate yeah. about doing voiceover work, guess what you're going to be doing? Guess what you're going to be thinking about while you're doing your 9 to 5, right, to make ends meet? guess what you're going to be thinking about? You're going to be thinking about voiceover acting. But can't you have... Guess what you're going to be thinking? Yes.
4: Can't you have competing passions, right? Like, can't you be passionate about more than one thing That yeah, You absolutely difficult? can. So you that's the hard part, can. right? Like,
1: But, but here's the question then. Here's, here's the question I would say to that person. Are you ready doing for either one of those? Because this is the question
4: that I need. What? His, are you doing either one of those? So if I'm passionate about my 9 to 5, and I'm passionate about my creative endeavors, like, that's the I thing think I think those I'm different, struggling those
1: with. Well... See, what I'm hearing from you is, is three different passions, right? Yeah. You got your furniture, you got your writing, and you got your job.
4: Well, I said my creative <laughs> endeavors, but, like, <laughs> I lumped those together because, like, to me, they're linked, right? Like, they're right. both a very similar. But I hate calling you nine to five, but, like, because I'm job, very bro. passionate about You're, what I do for right, my career, career, right? Like, yeah. I'm very passionate about that. So it's, like, finding this idea of, you know, like, wanting to do both but not wanting to be shitty at either of them. I think it's so where here's, I struggle. So here's
1: the distinction that we could probably make, and Cody, I'd love to hear your insight on this, is a passion project, right? Are you passionate about creating one thing, whether it's a story, whether it's a piece of artwork, whatever that might be, are you passionate about that and you're putting it out to the universe that this is a thought you have and you want to get that feedback about this idea that you have because it's a passion project versus a passion where all I want to do is write. All I want to do is comedy. All I want to do is music. I feel like that's different. I feel like a lot of people have passion projects. They want to do that one thing and feel like they, man, I I did this. I said I want to do it. My heart was in it. I've been wanting to do this my whole life, and I did it. And, man, fantastic. It's off my chest. Versus I did it. It's off my chest. I want to continue to do this. So I I feel like there there might be a passion project there that you want to do. And I'm I'm talking to you specifically because... This is like, this is the conversation you and I are having. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I feel like, hey, there's stories that I got to get out, right? But regardless if it happens in six months or if it happens in six years, it doesn't matter when I get them out. It's a passion project. I continue to think about this passion project. So it'll happen when it happens versus I want to write. And I wanna write one thing and I wanna write another thing, I wanna write another thing and I wanna write another thing. And I, want to write another thing because I can't writing, stop writing. Because writing is what I'm passionate about. I don't just want to create a oh, I don't want to be a one-hit wonder. I wanna create albums and albums and albums for people to listen to until I'm 70 years old. Right? And then I pick up the harmonica because
4: <laughs> <laughs> No, uh to speak to that, no, I think that's a really good point because um like I said without getting into the details too much, like I think my passion projects, one of them is linked to what I do.
1: But would you agree or like, no, no,
4: I agree. I I, I wholeheartedly agree. Um, I like, I've always liked the idea of creating and adding to the world versus just taking, right. Whether Mm -hmm. that's Mm -hmm. a physical product or a piece of art, you know, like I get arts, but you know what I'm saying? Like the idea of putting more in. Um, but when you say that, right, like it definitely makes sense why certain pieces of my creative endeavors are linked to what I do. And so maybe they are passion projects, right? Like maybe it's like maybe because it of what I spurts, do.
1: Right? Maybe it's like, okay, right now I'm going to do this. I, I, I got to get it out,
4: mm-hmm.
1: right? So I got to get this piece of art out mm-hmm. because it's on my head. I got I to gotta release it. You know what yeah. I mean? Versus I just want to keep writing. I just want to cre- keep creating artwork,
4: Right? Doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah. I feel like just it's all day, every day. I want to spend yeah. doing this. Yeah. I
1: feel like it's a little different.
3: Yeah. That's, so
4: that's me, a good. Hey, look, sorry, sorry. No, that's a really good way. That definitely was a reframing for me. Mm-hmm. So I thank you for that. <laughs> so my no, thought. that's a good moment. We just <laughs> so we just we're just, we're just have a no, we're trying to figure, you. That's we're all, a good point. We're
1: all yeah. trying to figure it out, right? We're all trying to figure out. We talk about where the where the motivation lies and where it comes from. M- maybe we're motivated in spurts, yep.
3: right? Maybe. So 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 to me, this this could be like too honest or like anything but to you me you
1: being too
2: honest
3: oh yeah, yeah but what you do in your free time dictates everything so if in your free time if you're kicking back watching netflix you're chilling you're going out to dinner you're doing whatever then whatever you say you're interested in you're not as interested in if you do it once a week cool but like, but let stop so think about it, think about no no i'm think, just think, i'm, think not, I'm not cat, like, I the idea like you're a carpenter right so there's, there's blogs that I follow on Instagram, like IG underscore Woods, super into what they're doing, right? They're making furniture every single day. These cats are in the studio every single day. They got full-time jobs every uh, single day. I
1: agree 100%. What you
3: do in your free time. I, I see you shaking. No, no, I'm processing and, and Don't take don't me. I'm no, shaking and this, yes and, and this, no, like this, I'm this doing is, this whole like weighing like, like, it in. And this is different per person. Like if you only have an hour or two to dedicate a week to what you're doing or a, a day whatever that's what you dedicate you Mm -hmm. dedicate though the point is that as passionate as you are is you're dedicating every ounce every minute every hour every second of what you're doing to what you're passionate about if that's an hour a day if that's two hours a day if that's in my case eight hours a day and punting the fact that i have friends family any other commitments i don't hang out with anybody and i'm in studio seven hours a day but for some people, they have families, they have jobs, but they're still putting in an hour or two a day into that one thing. Whatever you dedicate your free time to, that is your passion. If it's not furniture, fucking, like, I don't know, like, like, stained R- glass. Riding, yeah, yeah. Candle making. Underwater basket weaving. And it doesn't matter what it is you're into. If that is your passion, you're going to put the time in, motherfucker, because that's what you <laughs> care about.
4: Yeah, but I think when, 100% like, agree. No, no, yeah. and I agree to a certain extent, if you're not passionate about your nine to five as well. Mm, and then there are tools- because, no, but I'm I, passionate I,
3: about my nine to five. I know,
4: but there are, there are also tools that come with, like Jason was saying, or Ye was saying, in our- so same. One and the same. I know, but I was trying to use <laughs> our pseudonyms here, right? Like- um,
2: Our stage names.
4: But like, there's a certain level of passion and involvement, and then I also have learned that like with the work that I do, there's a certain amount of I can't go home and be passionate about something else sometimes. I need to recharge the batteries and do things. No, no, I'm ready for it because I'm looking for it.
3: So for what I do, right? Uh Let's say, right? So let's take a perspective. Let's say you are very active in the mental health space, right? Uh And what you do greatly affects the mental health space. What if, like, what you do can greatly affect the mental health space in a creative way? What if a piece of furniture you made with an insight into their family, into the wood made from their favorite tree when they were growing up, affects their <laughs> mental health space so much that you've affected them in a greater way, that the piece of them and their house is in their family, <laughs> in their dining room, on the table they eat every night at dinner on. You've affected them in that same exact way with your creative passion that you put in to everything you do every day. So the thing I do, I can give back to a plenty of ways and grow brands, grow inspiration, grow with what I do in a numerous ways. So I think the passion you claim to your nine to five in a subtle way, in a subtle way is a security for the fact that you do not want to take what you have and expand that into a way that could greater encapsulate what you do on a micro level to a macro level with the creative passion you have into the lives of other people, and that's scary and difficult and heartbreaking at the same time because you have this, this brand backing you and talent backing you, but your talent is just as strong as that because you were hired to that place to begin with. Take that, yes, grow it. No, I just like it. You're, you're Absolutely.
4: right. You're right, but it's, it's there's also a difficult measure of like certain levels of self-preservation of what you have to do to maintain your like sanity and like i get you that like hey, this idea there. Sorry. no 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 <laughs> it's it's <laughs> i got like lost in it. i was like oh man oh, I like... Hear but I hear there's you... a certain and... level of like when passions involved you're investing yourself in it right mm-hmm. so like there's only so much of myself like sanely i can invest like and i get this idea of you have to throw yourself into everything and like which I think there are limits. I think there are limits, like, personally, given my experience and scene and things that have happened. And so, like, my thing is that, like, especially with the, the writing, which is kind of the big thing that I've been trying to get the wheels. Like, I feel like the wheels are spinning, and I'm trying to find something to get me over to the hump to be more... It's emotionally draining for me. My job can be emotionally draining. My career can be emotionally we draining for me. we were doing
1: those things. We were doing writing yeah. workshops, right? Yeah, you yeah and I, exactly. And that's
4: the thing. And so, like, I think when we were getting... We took to took courses together. To bring it... Yeah, we took courses. Yeah, yeah. So to bring it full circle a little bit is sometimes that... And maybe it's just me personally, is that I do need external motivation because of those things to remind me to appropriate my focus and passion uh, I don't want to say appropriately because I just said that word, but like the way that I want because it's very easy when you are passionate about multiple things to get wrapped up in one, right? And and just direct that way. But sometimes it feels like I need the external motivation and maybe that makes, I don't I don't want to be like the sad sack, but like maybe that makes me a little bit weaker, right? And the idea that ah, I need, no, 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 hold on, hold on. But like just this idea that I haven't gotten to that point yet where I have that internal like drive for all those things, but being able to separate that and have an external person be like, hey, like, what? What, what have you written right li- lately? Let me see what you've written, right, and things like that. And I'm not, I'm not trying to put it well, on other people. There like, should
1: be no dependencies for your passion. There should be no. There should be no dependencies for your passion. I, but I, mean, I believe that to my core. Okay. Which I understand. I agree with what you're saying about the energy that it takes to do what you do. For your career. And I agree. That you have to conserve. A certain amount of energy. For what you do. Each and every day. And I agree that it's more than a nine to five. And I know that. What I'll say is. For. What's on your heart. With other things that you wish to pursue in your life. That. If. If it's on your heart to do it. That you're gonna find a way to do it, and it's not gonna rely on external dependencies.
4: Okay, and I, I would agree with that. But Thank you. Case closed. <laughs> <laughs> but at times, like I'm not saying I want to rely, but the push, right? Is it a, like motivation? Yeah. Sometimes needs an external push, and I think that's maybe what we, we so kind what of would got you to be right now? To be honest, it's it's external people telling me they want to hear about what i've done or want to see or that it's like so how can you get more of that by being a little bit more uh putting it out there i guess at the end of the day like putting what out there what i've what i've already created and And how can you show people what you've created um i don't know
1: by creating something
4: No, no, I've created stuff. We've talked about this, like, writing-wise. Like, I have stuff out there to get feedback on. So how can
1: you get more of that from people?
4: I have to start sending it off and be like, hey, what are your thoughts?
1: And doing what else? Creating more. Yes, exactly, right? So if your factor is extrinsic, is is what I'm hearing, then in order to get more of that, you have to create more. Yeah. Right? So... By creating more, you're going, to get, you're going to get more of that. And that's going to feed and fuel that, that spark that's taking place. And that flame is going to get bigger and bigger. And at some point, you're, going to, you're not going to need all of that, those external factors to, to continue to fuel that. Because you're going to be so confident in everything that you've created and everything that you've heard that that flame is just going to continue to burn. And you're going to continue to create more. Yeah. And you're not going to have just the four of us. Giving you insights on what it is that you've created, you can have four hundred people.
4: Exactly, and so, but, no, no, but, but. (laughs) I can't. I'm really capable of not saying it. Um, I literally
3: sit
4: down. He's on a (laughs) but, no but. Um, I guess I'm just one of the things I was trying to say is that like. I think sometimes we do need that push, right? Like, that as motivated... No doubt, no doubt. And so Absolutely. I think that's where I'm at, right? That's like, how motivational speakers get paid by
1: fucking scamming people because people think that they, <laughs> need, they need some they external just need factors. But wait, wait, push. If,
3: if they help somebody, they're not a scammer. If they help somebody, come on, they might be scammers, but...
1: we well, you got some people, people out there, man. Up. You got... Listen, I'm not, <laughs>
2: I'm not gonna go down that...
1: I'm not gonna go down that rabbit hole. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna go rabbit hole <laughs> gonna to it,
4: but... No, no, that was it. It's just because it's one of those things. Like, I've... I, have, I feel like I have competing passions, and I'm not the best at allocating. like Putting a stop sign and saying that's enough for this one is time for the other one, right? Like, well, uh, I, I, and that's an I, internal I, deficit I, that I need to work I on. I think
1: there's, a, there's some I other think, things that can assist you with...
4: Therapy. With, no,
1: no, no. I'm just messing, man. Time management, bro, yeah. right? If I put an out... like You're going to get satisfaction out of putting one hour into something per week if you put one hour into creating art if you put one hour into writing you're going to be satisfied with that Mm -hmm. because one like you're not doing putting in those couple of hours right now and two you're going to be able to continue to talk to other people about those things that you're continuing to work on if you're not working on those things you can't continue to talk to people to give you that external feedback on things that you're creating because you ain't creating shit Yep. So all you need is – you don't need therapy. You need time management, bro. I was being a little sarcastic. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I hear you. But like
3: (laughs) – Well, something else though for me, like I also don't want like anybody to ever be like – never be like ashamed of your motivations. Yeah. So there was a point in my life when I was like 18, 19 years old. And i was motivated by people liking me more that's what i was doing <laughs> i had cool hair i wore way tighter jeans than i wore now and uh, I, I don't know if that's
4: like possible that. <laughs> it's, it's, it's possible
3: James.
1: Tight, so, did you say tighter jeans than what you got now
3: Tighter jeans than what i wear now so Dang, i think it's bro. like and but that motivated me to create better content because the people who were interested in me and what i was doing like i wanted to be more to these people mm-hmm. so i created better content, I put out better things, I took better care of myself, I worked out more. Don't be ashamed, of whatever your motivation is, follow that until that motivation changes. Unless it's like you being a piece of shit, don't do that. But like, don't be ashamed of whatever it is. If you want gratification from people, you want to make people happy, make more people happy. Yeah, and I I think that's over and over again.
4: And I think that's where like, to bring a little bit full circle, like Jason's Yay was saying is that like,
3: Wow! <laughs> um, get about my house.
4: If I create stuff, <laughs> if I create more stuff than what I've already done, right? Like, and I push it out, and I get the feedback. It'll be like I'll I'll get enough of that kind of. Uh, it'll it'll be an engine that like feeds itself, right? Do like, a like so I need I to keep doing it. <laughs> um, but at the end of the day, right? Like, if that's what motivates me, is getting do feedback. Life? Did you just do my Did
1: you just do my laugh?
4: Oh, that's like my life. I laugh like that all the time. Oh, okay. but,
2: um, well, this so, has been incredibly insightful.
1: So what is your takeaway from that conversation?
4: Is that I need to um, more appropriately time manage to feed my passion, right? Mm. Um, outside of my work passion, right? My career passion. And, and not, feed that I, as well. Because like yeah. for a very long time, I was doing a really good job. Even before we started writing together, it was like 30 minutes, three nights a week. And honestly, I, sat down and I, wrote. I
1: feel like that's going to help you really determine if that's truly your passion. If either one of those, yeah. is, if one is really your passion one isn't, and the other one isn't. Because if you but commit you, to, let's say you commit an hour to each, right? Mm-hmm. And I say, man, I feel more driven to do this one than this one. Then maybe one of those really truly isn't a passion.
4: Yeah, but you keep saying your passion, like we can only have... There's no, one you, that you, takes you, primacy above the others. That's form. my, like... Yeah, I hear what you're saying. So, so and that's what it I feels what like, saying. the reoccurring thing is like, well, that's not your passion. Well, I I'm like, your, but your, I can have I multiple... I think
1: yours are very distinct, right? I think huh. the two things that you feel passionate about are different, hmm.
4: right? I guess I kind of see them as linked.
1: I think... I feel like you're... Furniture.
4: Okay, that one, yeah, yeah, that one's out right. there. But and you're writing, writing and work are two very big passions for me. And I feel okay. like...
1: So writing and work, can, yes, can come together. Yeah. Okay,
4: so, so... I will admit, is the outlier.
1: Right, <laughs> exactly. So if you spend an hour on furniture, and you spend an hour on writing, and you're like... And then you start to spend those two hours on writing, and the next thing you know, you have three hours on writing, then you exactly. know that furniture isn't...
3: Yeah, yeah. It's not where you want to sit. I got you. Okay, so so to me it's Keep
1: talking so Cody can't jump in.
3: (laughs) So to me, any passion you have outside of your day job is a completely different passion. So furniture and writing to me is lumped into one. Because if you look anybody that has multiple passions, anybody who has more than one thing they do, multiple businesses they own. What's the
1: word that comes between look anybody? What do you mean? You said if you look anybody? Look at anybody.
3: (laughs) My thing is that, like, so if you look at your day job and let's say you become passionate about writing, you become passionate about furniture, at some point, those things are oh, passionate, passionate and start driving a business thing, that delivers Ain't clients it. and Ain't deliverables it. It. and, like, conversions, that is at some point going to take over your day job and you will have to make a call on the other one. Yeah, and, and, I, yeah. and I agree. Outside of your day job, even if it's the same exact job, it could be the same exact thing you're doing. That is a different passion. You can, you, everything your day job is, is its own beast. and Everything outside of that is its own beast. Because take it from me, I have how many passions? All of them, every single one, conflict with my day job. And I've lost money, I've lost time, I've lost excitement and happiness and joy. As much as I love my day job, I've lost all of those things because of that. And at some point, you have to make the call and it, your passion will yeah. make that call for yeah. you because yeah. I was put into a point where I'm like, yo, I'm working 80 hours a week. I have three tours in four months. I have clients asking why I cannot work nine to five, and I'm hurt. I'm, I'm feeling genuine pain because of that for a variety of types of passions, and some of them involve my day job. Mm.
4: So
1: that's, a, that's yeah. a good thing, though, because Brian talks about having... a. Like, the fact that, you the know, professor. Like why do you Don't tell people one? my name,
4: please. The professor talks, <laughs> about,
1: <laughs> talks about, you know, uh, these juggling active passions, but you do a lot of things, right? Yeah. So, what is it that you are passionate about?
3: I am, the, the number one is music. And
1: I, right now, I'm, cat, I'm, I'm, no. like, I'm doing a, like an X-Men spell on music. you. Right? <laughs> what, what, is it, what is it that you are passionate about?
3: Everything I do leads to music. Everything I do enables me to do what I do on the road. Do remotely, I do like that.
1: I like that. I like that. That have
3: a no, that's one. that's a very good that's framing like it, device. It, it yeah. drives everything toward, is driving towards one thing. Yeah. No, no,
2: I I appreciate if, that. If you,
3: if you look at my social media, like I do a lot of different types of content, but when you look at my content, I put out it's about music because I know that because
1: I love music.
3: Yeah. So I want the people who are gonna sweet, hit me up sweet music the media are gonna say, Yo, can you come shoot my band? Can you do this? Hey. You're going to be in the same city as me while you're on tour. Can you come out and shoot my gig? And everything else comes from referrals. Those are the people that know me genuinely and know that I will do something because, you know, paychecks are dope. But when it comes to what I'm putting out to the world, it all drives to that central location of music. So, you like, yeah, I have a, good a point. lot of passions.
4: No, no, that, that's a really good point. point. It's, it's an interesting. Yeah.
3: And so, like, I basically traded my day job for a new day job. That's it. I'm still having a day job. I'm still going to be working the same amount of hours every single week. I just traded it for something that enabled me to disappear for long periods of time. And I've cultivated. And
1: nobody, nobody, nobody wants Cody to disappear more than us.
0: But if I quit my job and open a comic book store, I'd definitely go broke.
2: Uh,
4: well, <laughs> no, th- it's sell
0: more fucking comics. it's
4: interesting to see how like the conversation <laughs> evolved comic from comic book stores still <laughs> exist. First <laughs> yeah, of all, they're,
3: they're yeah, very very profitable ones. Ranging, you can sell them online. I don't care. You can make any passion you want.
4: But yeah, I mean, well, no. Yeah. So that's that's one of the crazy yeah. things is that like, um, I got out of the army before a few of my buddies, and one of the things that they told like I went to school for. But history, I think to right? Cody's point, no, just no, no a, I, just of like, this just, a, to in that, right, Like let you start small. Sorry. Exactly. That's so, that's like, that's one that. of the things was, like, guys were saying stuff like, um, hey, what do I get on go to school for? No, when no, I but go I was, No. <laughs> sorry, 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 sorry. And, like, and maybe I need to heed my own advice, right? Um, was that he was like, oh, I feel like I need to, a couple guys. One was like, I need to go into finance because that's where the money's at and all this different stuff. I was like, hey, dude, follow what you're passionate about because you'll be good at it, right? Like, You told him that? Put it, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I can tell you the exact name of the guy I told this to was because I was going to school for history what at the, the time. At <laughs> I feel what? like it's a violation of... <laughs> um, but he's an Asian kid from Brooklyn uh, that I served with. And uh, we were talking Pain. about it. Huh? Pain. No. Okay. a boy named Sue, is all I'll say. Um, that was kind of our running thing. But he um, – and I remember telling him, I was like, hey, dude, if you follow what you're passionate at, you'll be good at it. And you'll find ways to market yourself, like, accordingly with the skills that you've developed. And what right? did you mean by that? Was it like – I? I went to school for history. It's like the, one of the least marketable degrees. I like got my bachelor's and master's in it, but now I'm doing something that I'm passionate about because I'm passionate about history and understanding people. Like, that's part of where the study in history came from. And so I'm, I'm doing all right. Like, when I talk to the people that I went to grad school with and the type of careers they're pursuing, the different things that they've either settled for, or other things that they're pursuing, like, if your passion is one of those things, I think, that, like, is translatable to other, areas, right? Like people see that and they take chances on you and they do these things. So if you're, if you're going to school for whatever topic that will drive you to Excel, you'll be in the top of your field of that. If you go for underwater basket weaving, because you're passionate about it, you'll be the best damn underwater basket weaver there is. Right. Um, and so even though there may only be a market for five of them in the world, if you're truly passionate about it, you you'll a a shot.
1: <laughs> five people in the world. Yeah, but no, the but world
4: you, see, it you see what I'm, I'm saying? Like at the end of the day, and maybe it's like, as we've Like it's the conversations evolved from being about motivation to passion. Like it's an an interesting reminder to myself, right? Like about well, because the motivation
1: we talk about what motivates you and it's what you're passionate about. Mm -hmm. They they
3: they, they correlate, yeah.
1: That's why that's why we jumped over to talking about passion. Yeah, because it's what motivates you.
3: There's there's another side to that too. Like there's
1: a there's more to there's more to what motivates you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like you because you talked about which is why
2: like I'm curious. You talked
1: about. What motivates you is kind of that external, that external piece, right? Yeah. So yeah. So we did jump to passion, um, but yeah, I think, I think when I was when I was talking to Jeff about this earlier, and I don't know where he is now, but we talked about what motivates you earlier. Jeff talked about family, you know, yeah. and but
3: I don't I don't have that motivation, like that's different. Okay,
1: so hey Jeff, uh, when we talked to you earlier about. Yeah. What motivates you? You talked about family and...
3: I like my self-made
1: family.
0: I, okay, turn around now.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to help. Oh, what?
0: Yeah, we spoke about family.
3: Right, right, right. You mean to hold
0: it? So, speak on it. No. uh The thing... That I work for and live for and die for is my family. You know, I've my kids are 17 and 14, two girls, and I try, you son of a bitch. Wow. Uh, harsh, I try to impart on them the wisdom uh, to be strong and independent and not have to rely on anybody. And uh, I've told them different things. Uh, like, you know, when it comes to a job that I think that this generation and our generation and probably generations to come are a lot different than our parents were and their parents and their parents. I I think that myself that I found what I'm passionate about. I I tell my kids, find out what you're passionate about and then find a way to make money doing it. Mm. Right? Mm -hmm. So Don't just work some job that's a nine to five that you go in just to get a paycheck because you need money to live and pay the bills. You find because it becomes humdrum and after years and years and years, you're going to be so unhappy. right? Are you laughing at me because I said humdrum? You're laughing at me. They're all laughing at you. Um, But to actually find something that you love and there's emotion involved with it. And then you find a damn way to get paid to do it. You know, this way every day you look forward it's to easy going to in. these days. Right? It is. It's easy to find a way to get
1: paid for what you're passionate There
0: are about. a lot yeah. more opportunities for that kind of stuff now than there were years ago. Or is it where it's just a priority now? You know, instead of years ago where you would just take any job that you could to pay the bills and, and provide for your family. You know, you look like you're no, hold the goddamn thing. I ain't done yet. Hi. um, You look like you didn't understand. Or no, you no, had a I, comment I like
1: what you said about. I like what you said about
0: because he's ordering fucking Papa John's while I'm talking. What? So is that a bad thing? Don't you want to eat? Bro, can I feed my
1: people?
3: Maybe can I feed my people?
0: Can you dig it? Right? Exactly. Go on. No,
1: but I like what you said about find, what you're, find out what it is that you're passionate about and find a way to make money doing it. Right? Right. And I think there are avenues to do that nowadays. And I feel like sometimes we have something that, is, that we feel very passionate about, but we're so comfortable in the way that we're making ends meet right now that we're scared to make that leap, which is oh. where we started We're talking about Cody making that leap, right? Mm -hmm. And how inspired we were by him taking that huge step. Right. And so there are ways to do and make money, to do what it is that you're passionate about and make money. Right. But some people get so comfortable with the current state, they get older, right? Yep. They feel like because they're older now, it's going to be harder to do whatever it is that they, 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 they really feel passionate about.
0: Well, part of that, too, is the fear of, I have this you right say now. say fear. I have this right now. So you say
1: fear. They say fear.
2: Fear.
4: <laughs> Come, Come on, man.
1: Say fear. Fear. Yeah. Fear. <laughs> fear. Do it like Al Pacino. Say fear like Al Pacino would say.
0: Yeah. Do you fear? Is that Al Pacino? (laughs) I don't fucking know what that was.
1: (laughs) All right, do another one now. Do you fear? All right, okay, that was better. Okay, do another one. Do another one. Do another one. Do like a a training day. Do you fucking fear? Wow. Wow. Yowzers, man, we are live, bro. You want to go Well,
0: it's, you asked for it. Was there a K in that word? Yeah. (laughs) There was an X. There's a fear. Fear. Uh, Oh, you can't hold the goddamn thing?
2: (laughs) My hands are
3: tired. Okay. (laughs)
0: my hands are Yo, tired. what are we doing? That's sensitive. You why got some are, dainty why why little hands. Why
1: are we recording this entire episode?
0: It's not the entire thing. And so
1: people We're can live. Not, there's people
0: We're watching. live, baby. They're and it, it, live it. recording.
1: Why are we live
0: right now? Because. Why not? This, man.
1: this How many people passion. are on live right now? I, I don't know. Four. It's a
0: bunch. Okay. No, it's a bunch.
1: Four? <laughs> Listen, man. Forty. Four people? No,
0: no, no. We are you passionate about doing this podcast? <laughs> am I doing this
1: podcast?
0: Uh, if you're passionate am I doing, about it. Am, am I foregoing writing? Am I foregoing comedy if to do this podcast? You are, but are you okay to do for four people? If you, you are passionate are about Bro, this. I've done listen. For,
3: for less. Then why aren't you going to do this podcast for less?
0: If you are passionate about this podcast, you would want to use technology. <laughs> To get some more peeps to watch us and get our message Let's out the there. Ask the people right now that are live.
1: Let's ask the people that are live. Uh, people that are live, do you appreciate us being live, or would you just rather listen to this later on? Oh,
3: there's gonna be like four people that
0: say we'd like to listen to it now. And no response. Going. Exactly. So why are we recording live? So anyway.
3: Man, if you have more avenues to distribute what you're doing to the to the general population, this goes into your archive, people can watch it later. Why would you not distribute to as many of the potential people that can see your podcast as hey, entirely possible? Live. It's hilarious. Booyah <laughs> motherfucker. Who was that? Boycott Martinez.
4: <laughs> <laughs> <Both>.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: okay, very well. Alright, so we'll keep it. Mm. So quick.
0: anyway, so I forget what I was saying. What was I saying? Oh, that the older... You said as we get older and you get more comfortable and I think that there's a fear there of... Fear. Fear. We ain't going there again. That if I have this job that is giving me a paycheck every two weeks and it's stable and I do a good job and, you know, I'm not going to get fired, that? that it's scary... To think of making that leap to something else in the same—how's
1: that different from finding in, a different job, though?
0: But I'm you're going saying it. The old school mentality is: you work where you're working and you stay there. Yeah. You know, that's the mentality. I'm—I'm I'm in a secure, safe spot that's stable. I'm not going to go anywhere, even though I might want to do twenty other things. This is stable right that's now. That's what I said. So, what I'm saying is that. So, you're saying you agree with It's me. not too late, even if you're 40 it's or. It's too late, baby.
1: I... <laughs> now it's too I late. Fucking give Though up. No, we really did try to make it.
0: No, there, there, there is there is a sign. Eight pound, six ounce baby <laughs> Jesus. Nice. Please help us. Uh, yeah, no, we agree.
1: It's hard as you get older.
0: Right, but. So I was t- telling you about how I, what I'm trying to teach my kids. I don't want to be the guy on my deathbed saying, "What if?" Yeah. To me, that is one of the worst things that could ever happen. So, to what motivated fear, you to
1: do voiceover?
0: It's. It was. That's
3: a good question. That's huh? a good question.
0: Great. I like that. I'm like a puppy. He snapped, and I'm like, <laughs> "Yeah." It. It was finally, for years, saying. I would love to do it. I would love to do it. I've always wanted to do it. To just saying, just do it. But just do it. Because. What
4: pushed you over that hump. Like you've been saying, you've been saying, it. something had to happen.
0: So I was talking about it with people, right? And then I have a, a friend of all of ours, Sade, hit me up and said, by the way. She's been on
1: the podcast before. She's been on the podcast. Yep. Has
0: Yep. We need to have her yeah. back on. Yep. Just
2: do
0: that. that. What is this we stuff you're talking about, LAUGHTER
2: <laughs>
0: that she hit me up and said by the way University of Florida is having this class on doing voiceovers I remember this. took that wound up taking another class that got me more into it practicing making a demo the whole bit so it's it was it, So
4: would you say your motivation was externally generated <laughs>
0: The motivation was always internal, but I didn't the do anything about it. Wasn't because wasn't external. But it, it got you over it, the hump to do it. What yeah.
1: got him over the hump. Right. Might have been somebody being like, do it. But the desire to do it was always, was always on there. him. Yeah. And had he taken one step toward that, right. he wouldn't have needed somebody to come and say, hey, go do this. Right, right.
3: Right. Like, I think I think every person has like their passion is some form of fire. Whether it's like a little bit of like tinder that's up waiting to spark, or it's a full raging flame, and you're waiting on someone to come and spark that for you. Carbol, I got a full raging one for you. I got, I got a full raging flame <laughs> for you But I mean, it's and that's not something to be ashamed about. Like if you need other people to help you spark that. That intensity inside of you that makes you do what you care about—there's nothing ashamed about that. There's plenty of musicians, artists, designers, photographers, architects, every person who has set somebody behind them that pushed them to what they needed to do. Right. So I don't think there's anything wrong with that. And like I've had plenty of people be like, "Yo, what are you gonna do?" And I'm like, "What do you mean?" They're like, "You, you know, like, you don't have a paycheck. What are you gonna do? How are you gonna get money?" I'm like, "I'm just gonna get clients." And they're like, "Oh, what does that mean? You're gonna get clients? I'm, like, right. I'm gonna work with every person possible, even if I'm doing free work." You're a fucking client. Like Cody I I is, is yeah. fluid he's with the f He's all revved F-bombs up, today, baby. Bro. Yeah, I, I, I sound so amazing when I say the F-word.
0: He's but fluid with the F-bombs no, so like to today. That was, so was, so was so conceited. I, I sound...
4: sound... <laughs> I a very eloquent comment, I think, talking about motivation was that it wasn't that they were Who? the motivation Calm for it. I
0: don't know if this
4: person would appreciate
1: it. No, they're they on a live podcast. Who is it? So-and-so from where? Say your name. Yeah, so-and-so from where? The So-and-so from where?
4: From the Northeast Florida area. <laughs> um,
1: Give a name, bro. They, they, they're responding to us live. Johnny it's like Chase. a caller. He's already got a, a hey, like on his hey, comment. All right, hey, uh, caller, what's
4: your name? Where are you calling from? Wait, his wait, name's uh, Bill Philipsick and he said, or the opportunity to learn about it presented itself that opened the door to take that first step. So, like, I think that's in reference to Jeff's thing is that you had this idea, and all of a sudden the, the, the motivation was there, but you needed some sort of External influence to oh, give you that I a little bit. I didn't Respond to the
0: I caller. Jeff, responds to the caller Jeff. To, Jeff responded to the caller. I agree one hundred percent because
4: Jeff responded
1: to the caller. to the caller
0: because it was fear. First of all, you got to thank the caller. Thank, uh, thank the caller. Thanks, Bill, for the call. Thank you, Bill, for calling. Uh, oh, Jesus. But <laughs> it was fear and fear. and and that you know having a stable this and that that for years, this, this and that, that. it's yeah. not and it's not and stuff like that. <laughs> it was years of fear, fear, saying I have a family, I have two kids, I have a house, I have this, that, the other thing that I can't just up and do something else. But it was finally me saying enough is enough and really talking about it more openly to other people to where, this friend was looking out and said, hey, by the way, here's the opportunity. And that, I think, was just what I needed to just start.
3: So do, do you think that people who have these passions outside of what they're doing, maybe their passions they feel are wrong or passions they feel like they can't pursue, do you think the best thing for them to do is express them to the people around them in such a state where they have to convoke something up to them.
0: What did you I say, convoke? convoke? Well, it's... Bring it up? Did you uh, say convoke? I'm just convoke? so happy.
4: You said convoke.
0: I, I'm just so happy because I can't talk, and that's without drinking. And <laughs> so I'm good. But, yeah, absolutely. I, I I don't think that people should just walk around with all of these, let's say, dreams or a passion or something that they want to do and not speak about it, you know? Yeah, I could want to sing in an opera, but, but you got to act on it, man. You have to act on it. You
1: have to act on it. Like, you, you know, that's. I feel like that's the thing, right? Like people love to talk about it, man, and you, you, like what's that phrase go? Don't talk about it, be about it. But like people love to talk about it. They love to talk about these grand ideas and and the things that they want to do in life. But if you really want to do it, then you're gonna jump into it. You're gonna leap like Cody did, and you're gonna go do it.
2: Yep.
3: My That's it, ad- man. My, my, my best advice is if you want to do something, if it's like creative, art, a diet, quitting, like quitting smoking, whatever it is, don't tell anybody you're doing it. Just do it, and like three to six months from now, people will realize you're already doing whatever it is. And by that point, they're like, fuck, I'm behind the game.
1: Cody and the F bombs, bro. Jesus.
0: God. Listen, we, po- we post this stuff rating that it's explicit, so. You can't see the F bomb
1: anymore? Just, no, you, you, like, are, you are just bringing give him a little and rum and it's all
0: all it's downhill the from
1: down there, there
3: man. but no I think that's like entirely the case I think people should just people should just owe and you got a, anybody got a promo
1: code for Papa John's
3: I don't
0: know, it's probably... Does Martinez and anyone Martinez? have a but. promo code for Papa John's, he just asked? <laughs> hey,
1: uh, our four listeners, our no, four listeners, anybody no, got I'm a... That,
4: man, it's growing, it's growing.
1: It's growing, it's growing. Yeah, yeah. Now that we're two hours Any in... Any more comments? Now that we're two no, hours they're, in...
4: They're, they're ticking by, I'm trying not to... But you know what Does what you anybody yeah. have a promo
1: code for Papa John's? I
4: don't know, why don't you Google it? Try, hey, try, what is
1: it, Jags 50? Like, is, 50? That one, is that one
0: on know. here? Oh, hold on, I gotta go back.
4: Yeah, we be a lot of comments. It's hard
0: to, like... How about I, I got fired 18? I think it's a knock on... Papa John's. Hey, oh, right? what's the
1: 18?
0: Try, 2018? 2018. off. God, shit ain't funny when you gotta explain it. I concur. No, I can't do both, man. True but,
4: North?
1: True North
3: for
1: 25% off. True North. Yeah. Okay. T-R-U-E?
3: How do you spell true? Well, there's <laughs> an
1: old rap group called True, and it's T-R-U.
4: But... Well,
3: I don't know, Papa John's is sponsoring True, True
1: X North. True
0: North? Well, yeah. People don't want to hear about your goddamn Papa Hey,
4: so, there, so there's got to be more than north. that thing says because, like, people have been texting me, like, oh, I'm watching, and they're not showing up on the feed okay. thing, so uh, it may not be completely accurate. So we may have more than nice. the six it says hey, it up work? there. Nice.
3: You got
0: percent off? That's
4: what's that? Wait, I don't know.
0: Well, I just... Oh god. Hot Martinez, is the best one. Yeah, that was. I wasn't that gonna share that one. hashtag
3: is going to uh, hashtag
1: yo. Whatever it's called. That's fine, bro. Hey, boycott me. I'll just go sit on the couch, man. <laughs> Alright, hold on.
3: Let's let's let's
0: like, zoom. Do, do you wanna like, exception list. this? Fuckers, we're doing a podcast. Let's go. Talk.
1: Oh. Oh man, yo. First of all, listen. Uh, folks, we apologize for the <laughs> massive amount of F-bombs that are being dropped today. Normally, you know that we that we don't um, really jump in with that amount of fury on our podcast. But
3: to
1: today, microphone. for some reason, listen, yeah. it's the passion. It's the passion that is driving all of this energy and bubbling up this great conversation. And as a result, the F-bombs are flying. So we... We so, apologize, right, if you're offended by a certain language, uh, by uh, a uh, uh, certain word uh, that might be offensive. We apologize. But listen, uh, the content and the subject matter that we are broaching here today is uh, uh, very important. And... Uh, we uh, we want the young people out there to understand that. You want
0: my
3: audience? To Good. Join a board with this one.
0: No, what so I mean. They're motivated to shit right now. My. Motivation. Ooh, who's
1: that? Who's that? Who's that caller?
0: Davey, Davey V. Who's Davey
3: V? Cousin of Gary V. <laughs> Cousin of Gary V. <laughs>
0: No, but I mean, right. something back to what I was saying hey, was no, like Vargas that. brought up a good point. He said, pursue your passion as much as you are able to without ignoring your other responsibilities. Unless it's a
1: comic book store. <laughs> I you're a, plane, I,
3: think a great idea. I, have, I have a point against that though. Was a point against what he just
1: said? Yeah, a point of ignoring. A point against the caller. are
0: both in yeah. to so he can punch in the throat. Yeah, point, right, right, right here. I'm right going to
1: bring my 150 comic books in like, for I'm him gonna, gonna to you know, look over days, and add to right? his store.
3: No, but I think at some point, like, like obviously if you decide to do something else, like you, when you decide to create something else, you decide to cultivate another passion, you decide to cultivate something beyond mm. what you're doing in your day-to-day life, day mm. to day out that provides for you your mm. family, you're mm. going to at some point ignore that responsibility. And yes, I don't have a family. I don't have a wife and kids and mm. a mortgage payment and that, mm. but I have my own responsibilities and I am ignoring those things by saying no more to my steady no paycheck. So I think at some point you have to ignore that responsibility to create what you want and that's okay Because if you don't ignore that responsibility, you're not taking the leap to what could possibly be more And Man, never wait, you never responsibility know. Ignore responsibility? Yeah To pursue your passion? Exactly! Uh,
0: no, be, I, I, so I, right. so I am can't ignoring, you on that one. I can't ride you No, no, no. I can't on, no, hold on, hold on I can't ride with you on that one. I am ignoring... I got three toddlers. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. 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 You can't they ignore.
1: Left their fucking they. Nine they to five no, to I cannot. I cannot agree no. with you on ignoring your responsibility to pursue your How passion. How
3: is me not leaving my nine to five not ignoring my responsibilities?
1: You don't have a responsibility to that.
3: How do I not have a responsibility?
1: No, I you don't. You don't have a responsibility to that you do not have a responsibility to that nine to five. No. You. But I. Have a you my are deciding. Day-to-day. You yeah. are deciding, to leave. Uh-huh. an environment to go and pursue something. You're not yes. ignoring a responsibility. No, but I'm ignoring You're ignoring a your responsibility life. if you decide not to pay your bills, not to do those things that need to be taken care of because you're in pursuit of your passion.
3: How is that not any different to another American who has a responsibility to their kids and their own taxes? I have the same responsibility.
1: Uh, you lost me bro? No, so
3: so someone else is paying for their Church kids and their family, family, right? How is that responsibility any different than the responsibility I have to my own duties as an American citizen? I still have a rent, a two car payments, two okay. insurances. Are uh, you
1: going to ignore those ris- are you going to ignore those bills because you're pursuing this passion? No, but I'm taking No, exactly. Risk. So how are you? That
3: I don't have a guarantee. You're no taking a risk. I'm taking a you're risk. risk. Taking a you're risk. taking a risk. That I I feel like that's that different. Risk.
1: No, no, no! No. You said ignore responsibility. That's different from taking risk.
3: There's still basically ignoring. I don't
1: know. No, no, no! no. Ignoring is if somebody just completely doesn't take care of what they're supposed to because they're in pursuit of something. At some point, taking a risk is different.
3: Taking a risk is the same thing as ignoring. If there's no guarantee, I have contracts with people. They could easily just as ignore those contracts as them not paying me at all. That's the same thing as ignoring as taking a risk. I have assumed the possibility that all of that income I need to make as a person to sustain my lifestyle and what I do will never come in. That is the same thing as taking the same responsibility to your children. And nah. You, really be okay with that. you no, are betting. It's gonna come
1: in. You are betting on yourself. Yes. To. It not Make those things happen. You're not ignoring something. You doesn't? are in active pursuit yes. of a means to an end. Yes. So you are making sure that your passion and whatever it is that you're pursuing can accommodate those responsibilities, yeah, no, no, bro. No,
2: no, no,
0: no. You, you're not in the normal world hey, at hey, this hey. point. all said taking a risk is extremely different than ignoring responsibility. So,
3: but here's my thing, though: is that what I'm doing? Let's get Bill in here, man. He's no full of all kinds of nuggets. You're, you're, if you're a nine to five, you can fuck up and you can get wrote up and you can get put in place and correct that. What I'm doing, you don't get that. If I fuck up, I don't get that paycheck. That's a risk, yes, but at the same time, that's almost ignoring the fact that I'm never going to have that money guaranteed to come in. I think, to me, logically, for me to accept what I'm doing, I had to accept the fact that I'm ignoring all of my bills for the fact that I may never have a paycheck come in again. And if you're not ready to accept the fact that you're ready to ignore what you're doing, to ignore the passions you have, and ignore the bills you have coming in for what you sacrifice and what you want to create, you're not ready to do it. I don't know that that money's going to come nor, in. Ignore. Ignore. Listen, listen, there, man.
2: I think
0: that I've wished you luck with knowing what you're going to pursue, but now I think that you're going to be living at the trail of pause. <laughs>
3: <laughs> no,
0: I don't think I'm going to fail,
3: but I think that there's plenty of people who... Bill
0: said that you're acknowledging it, that that, yeah. that therefore you are not ignoring it.
3: Okay, uh, okay, uh, okay. I, I accept that. But I still think could you, that... Could you
4: say that on the mic? <laughs>
3: no, I still I, I think it's not ignoring it, but I think to me they're in the same vein because they're so closely related <laughs> together when you have no guarantee of a paycheck. Fucking you gotta be largest, ready for that. Morgan said i to go fund me for COVID. <laughs> <laughs> I'll donate it back to your fucking three toddlers. Oh Come on. <laughs>
2: hey
0: peeps, we are hopping off live. We are happy that you were along with us for the ride. Uh we're going to get uh, you'll be able to hear. There's, no, so way. There's no way. No way. Feels
4: like videos. it's going to be a two-parter maybe. <laughs>
0: maybe 2 hours, I don't know. But thank you all for Well, we
1: ain't going to stay on for the next Enjoy 76 life. to 86 minutes.
0: <laughs> God damn. We will catch you next time. Thank you.
1: Peace. I mean that I feel like I feel like I just signed off on the podcast, but <laughs> hey, thank you guys. Live. Thank you so very much Facebook Live. Please um, no share apologies. the video.
0: No apologies. Bill Bill was making great sense.
1: Share, share the video. Subscribe.
0: Subscribe.
1: And then share what you've just subscribed to. Because, I mean, we want people to hear these very intense uh, conversations from just average people. Right? At the end of the day, that's what we are. But we have about 40 episodes up. There's a lot of great content, a lot of positive content on there, and we want to continue to spread that positivity as much as we can. So subscribe, share it as often as, as, often as you can, as, an off, as often as you like, and we greatly appreciate that. Thank you guys for watching us and for listening.
0: Uh, now we'll go to Oliver Twist, who's going
2: to ask for more, sir. <laughs> oh,
3: it's <laughs> 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 a good. moron, man. Are you ready to end this shit? Shut up, fuckers! No, we're just doing Facebook. Man, all these F-bombs today. I
1: said (laughs) shit.
3: He dropped an F-bomb. It was amazing talking to all of you. Thank you for watching. I'm excited to talk to Jason and Jeff and uh, the professor, as always. (laughs) They know their names, but not your name. So it's totally cool. So thank you all.
4: I apologize for the F-bombs. Apparently my (laughs) lack of using them is because I don't have enough passion. But uh, thanks for tuning in. Um, Catch you guys next time. Wow. Wow Well no that was the thing You're like we're so passionate I'm like oh man Maybe that is my problem I haven't used the F-bomb once I've been been around I've been
1: around
3: Way too many people That swear too
1: much Are you We stopping the podcast right now No No, What are we gonna keep talking about We gotta keep going we well, just. We gotta, like, like, well, we keep, still at least need. Go for two hours oh, we have like, to wrap geez. up. We have to do our wrap up. Don't just
3: shut the damn thing off. Come yes. on, oh, man. Hey. Click it's
1: over. Uh, so, ladies and gentlemen, we've come to that point in the podcast. <laughs> when the Facebook Live is over, Let's Facebook see. Live is over. We just Facebook Live for about an hour. Wish I kind of would have known. Seriously, man. This dude just views. invaded our privacy.
3: 53 views? Damn. You, just, you know,
0: you
1: comments. just. Holy shit. You're famous. Yo, you just. Violate our privacy, bro. Our privacy? Hey, everybody the
0: to the internet, man.
1: Our privacy, man.
0: We're still rolling here. Come on.
1: I, 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 I know.
0: So we spoke about a bunch of stuff today. Uh,
1: Did we talked about passion and motivation.
0: And before that, <laughs> these, these podcasts get a little unruly when there's alcohol involved. Sorry about that, everybody. It is every time. More lately, though. And Cody has that like drunk man look on his face, like he's gonna go kick a baby. And his own <laughs> <laughs> but we get to the point in the show when we uh wrap things up and we ask the yay, yay for his beast mode moment to kind of wrap it all up and put a little bow on it,
1: yeah. And I, I, I mean, I would love to hear, um.
3: Your opinion on the podcast. Yeah,
1: I would love to hear about what the professor and uh, Cody Decatur have to
4: say. So, so is this the professor's points? Is that what oh. we're the professor's oh. points? Yes.
1: That's oh. right. To, Yo, Jeff ain't been out in a minute. He nice. forgot.
4: No, I think uh, if anything emerges from this podcast for me, it's this idea of um, passion and motivation and how they're linked together. Um, mm. Where motivation comes from, mm. that it can have these, it can have external influences. Right, But the important thing is the internal motivation that comes from passion. Um, just through our discussion this evening and figuring out that and exploring that myself is gonna be the important next step for me. So while motivation can come in a bunch of different forms, apparently it seems like the most powerful is the internal passion that drives it, right? Um, and it becomes a you know, a flywheel, right? It'll, be, it'll feed itself. You get the, mo- the momentum going. Um, and passion will feed motivation and motivational future passion. So um, it's definitely a big learning moment for me.
3: Yeah, I think uh, for me, it was that no matter your, uh, your walk of life, your passion, your motivation, whatever it is, is that we all have our own per person, and that's okay. And that whatever it takes for you to achieve what it is you want to achieve in life is what it is. And that if you're dedicated to following it, you will succeed.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, that was the first official Caterer's Corner. Ooh. You've heard it first. Nobody puts Caterer in the corner. Ow, ow. <laughs> Except Big Jeff. Except Big Jeff. <laughs> that's
1: right, that's right.
0: Oh, got really Ladies and gentlemen, it is now time for your Beast Mode moment. Brought to you by team grasshopper so there was a lot of uh
1: passionate discussion today around the overarching topic of what motivates you eventually that led us down the trail of of talking about passion and pursuing passion and the flame that exists within you um and how you can continue to feed that flame and, and why you continue to, to add fuel to that, to that flame. And for me, the beast mode moment would say something like, no one will champion ideas that you don't wholeheartedly believe in. And I think that speaks a lot to what we talked about when it came to external factors, right? So if you want to continue to get people to believe in what it is that you're passionate about, then you have to commit to that. And when you commit to that passion, Or those passions Then Other people will continue to believe in that But if you're not actively Creating those things Then people aren't going to wholeheartedly believe in you They may give you some Some motivation To a certain extent But if you don't create then people aren't gonna believe that you're all in on that. And eventually, I feel like that's gonna fade away. So the beast mode moment is no one will champion ideas that you don't wholeheartedly believe in.
0: Nice, bro. Nice. Do you guys have any thoughts on that? Want to repeat it one more time. I'm trying to get people shit on my beast one moment, bro. No, <laughs> no one more they both they both looked very like, wow. Yeah, say it
3: again.
0: I said no one. I said no one. I was just going ch- <laughs> to.
2: <laughs> I said. <laughs> I said.
0: <laughs> he said. No one.
1: Will champion ideas that you don't wholeheartedly believe in. I agree. The idea is to inspire them, to get them to share the vision, and to ultimately be just as excited and passionate about the idea as you are. Mm -hmm. So you have to take it from an idea to the creation. Once you have the creation, they're gonna know that you're all in.
0: Love it, brother.
1: Yeah. So, did you still do you want to get insight, Professor? Did you want to, You were like, what did you guys think about that? Man, nah, do anything you, you about this beast mode, no man. <laughs> to add on to. To add. <laughs> wait, 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 wait! Just to clarify. <laughs> Just to clarify. Jesus. <laughs> The professor, go ahead, professor, just to clarify.
4: <laughs> I thought that was probably your best beast mode moment that I've been a part of, so I like, way to shit on it, Jason. <laughs> now
3: they oh. shitting on the beast mode moment
4: uh-huh. yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, no, sure yo, this like is pretty again. cool that you got the live
1: video playing of the professor while well, he's right there. Yeah. Anyways. Oh. Um, Whoa.
4: It's weird, right? It's weird. Yeah, it's a weird thing. Wish I would have known I was being recorded, but yeah, that's an invasion of our yeah. privacy. <laughs> 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 <I'm> just,
3: <laughs> <laughs> you was this? You assume if only a phone in
0: front of you when I'm recording you.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, we come to that point in the podcast where Big Jeff
0: Takes an hour.
1: Yeah, uh, takes an hour. But wraps all of this up into a nice package for us. He puts a bow on all of this through song because if you know anything about Big Jeff you know that in his past he was in a band the music is in his heart it pumps through his veins right so Jeff has this uncanny ability to not come prepared with a song but to be in the podcast. In the moment, baby. Be in the moment. And take it all in and soak it in. And then go into his memory bank of music. Right? Go into his into his his own the record store in his head. Right? To go in to, to what's that movie with John Cusack? To go in. High
4: Fidelity?
1: To yes. Nice. High Fidelity, this entire episode. In a song. And it's ridiculous how often he is just so on point with the song that it chooses that ties directly into everything that we just spoke about.
3: He's been out for three and a half months and so given like two
1: episodes. <laughs> and you know one thing that always happens when Jeff plays his song is that I give him this look. Like, who the fuck is that? And why are you playing that song? But then, what he does is he says, "Yay, yeah, yay! Yeah. Let me tell you who that artist is. That was Eagle Eye Cherry and the name of the song."
2: Yay, <laughs>
1: <That was fun. laughs> yay! Yeah, yeah. That was Terrence Trent D'Arby and the name of the song. Yay, yay! Yeah, yeah. That was the Go Go's and the name of the song. Yay, yay, that was Willie Nelson and the name of the song. Yay, yay, that was Stevie Wonder and the name of the song. Yay, yay, that was Marvin Gaye and the name of the song. Yay, yay, that was Creed and the name of the song. <laughs> but it's fascinating to me that he can actually go and find the most fitting song that really ties all of this entire conversation up. And then he'll talk about a little bit and why he chose that song. So, ladies and gentlemen, oh, now.
0: They were right here.
1: <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, Jeff's Joint. My list, so confident he flashes trophies of war and reverence of your warrior. Young, full of daring, but very unsteady for the first
2: round. My yellow in this case is not so mellow. In fact, I'm trying to say it's frightened like me. And all of these emotions of mine keep tolling me from uh, giving my life to a rainbow like you when I'm a. Uh,
1: I dig that, Cat Daddy.
0: Was it worth the wait?
1: Uh,
0: I mean, it not, was a good song. Was it, worth, was it worth 20 minutes of you? Listen, I am not so 100%. Who was it? A, who was it? Yeah, and I, 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 you know. We're with you, we're with you on that. We're and I you. know that you like to poke fun, but I am fully... Involved and listening, and want to hear what you say when you tell your beast mode moment, you know. And I don't want to be looking on my phone for stuff mm. while you're talking, so that's why sometimes it takes me a little longer. Okay, so okay. just to explain to everybody listening,
4: so not ordering pizzas
0: while people are talking. no, hey, no.
1: forgive me for wanting to feed my guests. <laughs>
0: uh, so that was Jimi Hendrix. Uh, yeah. And I feel that Especially that song With the lyrics What was the name of the song? With the lyrics and with the name of the song That it is fitting For what we're talking about The name of the song is Bold as Love, bold, love. So,
1: bold as Love or Bold, bold love?
0: as Love Bold as Love Right So you motherfuckers are shitting on my moment Well Cody is actually Because he's drunk from half a half a glass of rum So, he'll probably call in sick. Yeah, disconnect that. But, (laughs) going through the song, he's talking about, you know, how each color is a different emotion. and, Mm. And it just made me think about everything that we were talking about with... A lot of times when we don't reach for what we're passionate about or reach to get up to do something we're passionate about. It's excuses after excuses, right? Like talking about the voiceover thing. After 30 years, 20 something years, finally I do something about it. You know, it it took a few different things for me to do something about it. so I think with anybody that there are things that they want to do and there might be reasons why at the time they're not doing it, but years should not go by without them doing it. You know, I can understand in the moment if there's something that's prohibiting it, but the longer you wait, it only gets tougher and tougher to do. And, and, uh, you know, I, I think it's just excuses and, and not to be mean or, or say anything to anybody, but if you want something bad enough, you make a way and you create a plan on how to make it happen. And once you do that, then you have to make sure that you succeed at whatever it is. You know, you could try something that's great, but you can't just try something to say, hey, I'm doing this you have to work and work and work at it to become really good at it so you succeed. So kinda like going through the whole song and if you listen to the lyrics it will kinda kinda make sense a little more but it was kinda like hey this color is how I feel there and this color is not how I feel but blah 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 and t- to me it was kinda just like okay so with this I'm making excuse as to why I'm not doing this. And you know what? In this instance or this color, I should get up and be strong and be bold as love. Love is bold and love is like the number one emotion there is. So you know what? Get out there and and be strong and uh, be brave and do that thing that you're always wishing that you would do or would have done. Make it a reality like it oh. he
1: back he back he back he back <laughs> ladies and gentlemen for Cody the Caterer for the professor I'm Yee Martinez this is a Big Jeff until next time this has been Beauty and the Beast Mo Podcast peace see ya